Welcome to A Hero Story, episode 134. This week is the biggest week in Hero Story history. Not only are we talking news, but we're doing something unthought of before. We're doing a Q&A. I'm your host, Harper, and joining me on my podcast is... The Comic Hunter, also known as Just Hunter. <laughs> that was lame. That You killed the vibe. Uh, oh, I swear to the blast JD here. I thought yeah, that was come cool. on, that was hype as. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harper, that was your first intro. How does it feel? That no, it's good. actually my second intro. I've done oh. it before. I got chills, man. I got, I got a little chills. Loki, bro. Fucking oh. just jumped up on the desk. <laughs> like 10 seconds into the show. Bro, you welcome, got any- Welcome our fourth host of the show, Loki the Cat. <laughs> that was perfect. All right, well, he, he's done. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's a hero story. Uh, as he mentioned, we're going to be doing a Q&A today. You submitted questions on our Instagram story at a hero story. And uh, before we get into any of that, we're going to do some reviews that you guys left for us. I have uh-huh. one Hunter. Ha- I mean, Harper has. Damn, I already did it. I do it every week. <laughs> it's so Harper soon. Has- we just started. <laughs> oh. It's the H's. They kill me. But anyway, uh, you got one review and one lost review. So we'll get into it. Um, oh, yes. Me- I'm, I'm going to say that off the top. I I saved one review and I've lost the other one. So if you're the dude who sent me the other review and you're listening right now, can you message me and go, yeah, that was my review and I'll do it next week? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Harper, man. Harper kind of messed up, but it's okay because he'll get to you next week. Um, you, you want me to start with my review? Yeah. This is from Adam Brown 257 and it's a five-star review, and he said, it's pretty good. He said, writing because you said that you'd read this comment next week. Keep up the good work, though. Hero Story is genuinely one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you, Adam Brown, for taking advantage Thank of the you, system. Adam. Of us reading oh. you, on the show. Oh, boy, that was short and sweet, because this one is not <laughs> short at all. And is I haven't sweet? read this. Oh, okay. Uh, is it sweet? Well, I don't know. Um, this is from Aiden, a uh, longtime listener of the show, I believe. All right. He said he started with the title. Um, the gang podcast of an Italian gangster that loves future state flash. Canadian boy that buys nothing but Timmy's and comics. Kangaroo boxer who happens to love Iron Man. And college guy that loves cosmic because cosmic. I guess Tyler's now the cosmic guy as well. Oh, I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to get the blame. Yeah. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, for me, I look forward to this podcast every Friday or Saturday. Even when there's no new episodes, um, I've been going back to previous episodes, enjoying hearing people talking about their passion for comics and hearing their thoughts on it, along with having so much fun with the entire cast. It's the podcast that comic fans can be a part of, as it's a conversation about the thing we love um, that we talk about with our friends or anyone. We may not agree on everything with comics and media around it, but we can enjoy the conversation. Oh, that's it. <laughs> There's a next paragraph. I thought that was leading into something. Um, now the somewhat hopefully funny review, but probably not. Honestly, find it hilarious hearing Harper talk about definitely true stories of Stanley being the devil um, <laughs> with being best friends with the fake Mandarin. Think all fans are waiting for the shoe to drop on who JD's father is, as we found out Hunter's being the Australian guy that's obsessed with all things Iron Man Flash. Mm-hmm. I do think it's funny that he misspelt Australian and he's wrote Austrian. So I guess I'm Austrian now as well. Personally, JD's father must be a, and he's put the, this symbol, oh, <laughs> the Italian, Italian symbol, cannoli that has the speed force. 
<laughs> Harper seems to always throw the podcast for a fun spin and his impressions and etc. seem to add to somewhat soap opera to the podcast. Yeah, that's that's fair. Oh god, there's a big hunter section. Wow. Oh. Hunter is always the calm, joyful person on the podcast, ready to drop all his money for comics and get his friends into it. Now having Harper's wallet in extreme pain asking for it to end. <laughs> It's suffering after many CGC books. Also, before I continue, you guys said a couple weeks ago that I didn't listen to your CGC like part of the podcast. I he did. said I, that. He said that. I did not yeah, say it. He I was joking. It. Not only did I listen to it, I replayed it when I was driving to work. So I've listened to that conversation twice. So get fucked, Hunter. I'm sorry. You said you didn't. I didn't know you were joking. <laughs> All right, shut up. JP is always the straight man that runs the operation as he talks about his constant passion for Flash and all things DC. But don't expect him to love future state Flash. Unless, oh my God, unless you want to kid yourself. I thought that said something much darker for a second there. (laughs) Tyler, I find so fascinating. I feel like he had a lot to offer as he always has something interesting to contribute as I find him really smart with his in-depth knowledge of the Marvel Universe and growing knowledge of the DC Universe. I don't... I don't know if we should be giving Tyler compliments on this podcast. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not here right now. You can say what you want. Don't say cosmic three times or Har- Harper may disappear, most likely due to his internet connection or him, <laughs> or, him- <laughs> or him going to hell <laughs> because of Stan Lee. All right. In all seriousness, no. In all seriousness, though... I love the podcast, uh, hearing groups of friends talking about their love for comics as we go week to week, talking about the wonders of comics for the week with all the highs and lows, with them making me more excited for being a comic fan and now becoming an ongoing comic reader as I'm subscribed to a few comic book ongoings. I guess that's what we hope for, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I'm definitely excited to be part of the ongoing conversation to discuss my thoughts with the amazing community as they've been great people and always thoughtful and passionate about comics. Because of this community and podcast, they inspire me to be more expressive. Oh, that's sweet about my love for comics and spread it by starting an Instagram account. Seeing and hearing this community who share the same passion is truly something beautiful and amazing. Uh, wish I've done it a long time before uh, I knew these people um, and they're all amazing. Five out of five stars. Sorry for the long review. Apparently iTunes hates long reviews. Oops. <laughs> so that's comic.runner, Aiden. He's that's listened great. to the show for a long time. I yeah, think. he's mess- he's messaged us for a long time. That's great. Thank you, Aiden. That, that was Thank you. really oh. kind. Really, Hi, really all well the people who show. skip past the review. How you going? Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if if this is like someone's first time listening, they must be so confused over like Stan Lee coming from hell to take yeah, it like, down. The- There's a lot yeah. of weird references from. It's this a podcast. continuity at this point. It's like the more it's like the Marvel Universe. We never reboot, so you know, everything's <laughs> canon on this show. Basically, well, yeah, we're so the opposite. We're going to DC it one day and we're going to be like, hey guys, um, welcome to a hero story episode one. I'm, and then we'll I'm the out. comic book hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, everything's canon, even episode one when we said, we're going to try to keep every episode about 30 minutes. Yeah, that really, uh, <laughs> that, that really stayed That's like one of the first things we say. In <laughs> one of the first one. things in the episode. I, I dread the pilot. Like, I don't even want to listen to it. <laughs> I don't think I have. It's I, uh I, maybe for a YouTube video one day we'll just listen to highlights of it. But oh god, I, I would bad. love to do that. I, I dread the idea of listening to it because I'm going to cringe the entire time. I don't think it's bad. I think I re-listened to it fairly like a year ago. I th- oh. I remember when we were doing it. We're just like, oh, let's call it pilot because Supergirl's first episode was pilot. Yeah, <laughs> didn't realize that's, that's like every because it was when Supergirl was like starting. Supergirl's so this. unique to call it pilot. Pilot. Yeah, Whoa, what like, an interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yo, you slipped into Caleb there. We've been, we've been yeah, hey guys, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to a hero story. 
where we usually start off with the news of the week, then the comics of the week, and then after that we're doing the Q&A. But for comics this week, we got The Amazing Spider-Man issue 62. Didn't read it. That's about <laughs> it. I know Teen Titans Academy also came out. My store didn't have it. I still plan on reading and reviewing on the show, but this week we're probably just going to skip over it. I have a gripe with it, so I'll talk about that. Um, also, mm. I read the B story of Detective Comics with Damian Wayne. Oh, okay. So we'll get into that when we get to the comment discussion. Timestamps are in the description below. If they're not, they will be in a little bit, so just refresh your page. Uh, yeah, starting for the news of the week, I have to pronounce some names. Oh, and Sarnoff, who works at Warner Brothers, I guess, uh, mm. says that even though Restore the Snyderverse is trending like crazy it's almost at a million tweets on twitter uh the movement will not happen they're just going to presume the current dc film plans such as the peacemaker tv show and the blue beetle movie restore the snyderverse <laughs> even though everyone seems to want it not gonna happen it seems it's so passive aggressive it's so funny she's like we're really happy with what we've done with the snyder cut but also fuck off if you want more <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, exactly. that's exactly what it is <laughs> yep so if you Snack Snyder has been saying, like, <laughs> I said Snack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, you see, like, whenever you see Zack Snyder's, like, ripped arms, you're like, mm, there's, there's Snack oh, Snyder. God. Oh, my God, I didn't need that. <laughs> Is that why they call him Zaddy and Boss? <laughs> Zach, Zach anyway, Snyder. Anyway, Zaddy's. He said that if people keep watching the Snyder Cut, including Justice is Grey, which just released, it's just the Snyder Cut in black and white, uh, there's a chance that the Snyderverse will continue in some form. But as of now, no no plans, nothing's official. Hey, hey boss, I'm possible. commenting on Vero because I want to know your thoughts mm -hmm. about, are we going to see the Snyderverse? Hey, boss. <laughs> I love the boss. <laughs> what boss, do they call boss? I, they call him boss, but they also call him Zaddy, like daddy with a Z. And that there's, those are two separate fan bases of like the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're two One's just like, we respect Zack Snyder's vision, and the other one's like, Zack Snyder, hey? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. It's a Venn diagram, but they don't you know, quite people have the, Some people love Superman, but they don't read the Superman comics. Some people love the comics, but they don't really like the movies. So they both love Superman. Well, they just Man. thirst after Henry Cavill. Exactly. <laughs> that's the venn diagram yep. but yeah i mean if you want this to happen keep tweeting restore the snyder cut or snyder verse i guess and keep watching i don't cut. think it will like i think the snyder cut is like the one in a million thing that's gonna happen and that's it yeah i don't i, I did I'd like to I see did. it continue but i don't think it will. i found it hilarious when they're like yeah we won't be doing like the david ayer cut of um of suicide squad <laughs> and the internet collectively went oh well who gives a shit <laughs> yeah everyone, everyone was like oh no been... anyways <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody uh, cared uh nobody gives a shit listen my, my feeling on the snyderverse <clears throat> is kind of how i felt about the snyder cut to begin with if it happens i'll watch it but if it doesn't happen okay i'll move on yeah, you're not like, gonna campaign i'm, I'm not gonna it, post dude. about it i'm not gonna go on every hbo mm. max comment section and spam oh god it. yeah I'm not, <laughs> so some people were spamming my comment section with it i don't want to hear that <laughs> i thought that was so funny it's like what are you gonna do <laughs> Like, like I care, and I'm like, immediately just delete the comment. I don't want that shit on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's care. all engagement. It's all I mean, engagement. Uh, I like to see it happen, but I just don't think it will. So, uh, P Oh, God, names. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan. come on. Brosnan. Pyrokey Brosnan. <laughs> Cast, was casted as Dr. Fate for Black Adam. Fucking Kent Nelson. That is amazing. That is just such good casting. I'm excited for that. I wonder he how often so... we're going to see the helmet on. 
Here's what I want. I want him to play the same role that he plays in Justice League Dark, where he's like, you know, a sorcerer and a mystic still, but he doesn't want to put the helmet on in case like it just completely takes over him again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because like, you know, Nabu is like the the evil spirit in that. I mean, it's not evil, but it's like in the middle. And I Mm. like the idea that we could get an Infinity War (laughs) Thor level like entrance at the end where like, you know, Kent Nelson the entire time is like, no, I can't, I can't put on the helmet. And then right at the end, like there's some he does. big battle and he and he comes in with the helmet and it's just like the, the big symbol in the background and everyone's like, oh shit. And we get, we get like a, really his cool. own theme come on. <laughs> yeah. It's the Wonder Woman ancient lamination. Icelandic <laughs> 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 woman sings. Oh no. <laughs> That, I, I could totally see that happening. I'd be happy with that because the whole thing with Doctor Fate is his main source is the helmet. But also, when he puts on the helmet, he's technically possessed in that, a way. That, that was a great description. You know, Doctor Fate's whole thing is like his uh, helmet. Yeah, yeah you, you know, man. And, like... Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I read comics, bro. I, I uh, now now I got to be the one in Tyler's place to uh, just bully Hunter. <laughs> I've seen Young Justice. Yeah, good. <laughs> Dude, Young Justice. Did that get cancelled? I'm glad that they casted an older actor. People were... There was rumors that they were going to do the second Doctor Fate, like the younger one. Ah, Khalid. Yeah, but I'm kind of happy they did the older one. He's cool. They might might do it for a sequel. Oh, they could. They could have him training. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, Black Adam takes place in the past, so if they ever go to modern day for like a potential sequel or anything, they could do... Oh, of course. Yeah, They could do like the younger... Dr. Fate, but it's good that they they're starting with the older one. Alive. Yeah. yeah, or that. <laughs> um, Rob Livingston has been cast as Henry Allen yes. for the Flash movie, replacing the original casting. Billy Crudup. Uh, B- yeah. Because, um. Crudup? He, he said Crudup. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's Billy Crudup. He's Dr. Manhattan, the best superhero of all time. <laughs> JD, <laughs> went, so? JD went Billy Crudup, and then you went, yeah, Billy Crudup. <laughs> Billy Batson has been casted as Hunter Hour. Billy Batson has been casted as Flash's father. Um, the reason being is because the original actor cannot make it due to scheduling conflicts. So I guess they still had a role for Henry. So recasted. I mean, Billy was actually really good in the Snyder Cut. That was like one of the scenes that I really enjoyed in the Snyder Cut it. was him in the in that's the, my you know, the glass, boy. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm curious what role he's actually going to play in Flashpoint because if don't waste your life on you know, some old Fla- dude who's not getting out. Okay, yeah, we saw the Snyder Cut. Everyone saw the Snyder Cut. One he's so tweets. good though. I love. I just love. Yeah, he is Billy good. He, he is good. Thank you. And yeah, and after the Snyder Cut, like. Yeah, it's sad to see him go, but I do I do really like Ron Livingstone because of Band of Brothers. Well, it, it beats the rumor of show. Don Cheadle, so I guess we're okay. What? <laughs> wait, what, wait, what? I'm so good. What's the joke? He, he's joking that he was going to get recasted as Don Cheadle. Oh like, my like, god, dude. Wow. Wow. Next, next wow. time, baby. Wow. <laughs> wow. The end of the Snyder Cut is... Uh, is uh, Ezra's like, I got the job. My foot's in the door, and he just looks at it, and goes, and "It's down, just baby." <laughs> he looks at the well, Flash, looks at the resume. That, 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 would, that would be the DCU fans oh. on Instagram explaining how Flashpoint magically changes everything. Like now, That's his so father good. is Don Cheadle. <laughs> that is so good. Next time, baby. Um, oh. Wallace Day has been cast. Another casting for DC has been cast as Kate Kane for Batwoman. Mm replacing ruby rose she's playing the same character apparently they're just yeah. it's a recast so again not don Cheadle. i don't know why 
but <laughs> you tried the joke once. It was funny the first time. You can't do it the second time. No, Sorry, no, I don't no, make no, rules. No. Hey, Hunter, I'm with you. That one, that was good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm, <in. laughs> I'm gonna keep doing. It. Yeah, Ru- when Ruby Rose in the Batwoman season one finale, she looked at the bats and went, "Next time, baby." <laughs> Just fucking oh, imagine if Don Cheeto wrapped up in the Batwoman costume. Would he still have the red wig? How fucking good that would be. <laughs> it's still the red wig. No, he'd actually use the red wig him. from from. He'd actually use Carnage's red wig from the end of Venom, oh, like Harper's no. Nightmare. There's gonna oh, be Carnage, God. baby. Oh my God, sir. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of recastings. I guess I, I kind of skipped over this, but there was actually a lot of casting news for the Flash movie, including like a young Ezra, well, I guess young Barry. Yeah. And a few uh, actors and actresses were confirmed to be in the movie with for an unknown role, like not confirmed mm. yet. I didn't bother putting them down because there's not much to say besides this person's going to be in the Flash besides movie. Besides you mispronouncing yeah. their name. and We you don't know. know. Yeah. Plus, I don't Yeah, they're going to be it. in it and we don't know what they're playing. Like, <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. So if you are curious, you can Google it because there's quite a few castings. It's just the only big one was the henry allen one so the 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 recast for kate kane i mean i'm never gonna watch that show so i don't yeah. really care but I, people were calling for her to be like cast as soon as ruby rose like left they were like bring her in as, as kate kane but then really they oh. went the other direction with um the new character but i don't know that i forget I, I don't even remember where i was going oh yeah i saw a comment i don't i have no idea who said it and they're never gonna hear this anyway they just went is is what's her name wallace what's in it isn't it w-a-l-l-i-s it looks like wallace wallace yeah day they're like oh is is she gonna have to like dumb down her actings to match ruby rose from season (laughs) one and i was like damn she was in krypton she's in krypton yeah Yeah. another show i haven't watched i've watched season one but i don't remember much of it i apologize for that now i think i did a hunter with that name pronunciation yeah i was expecting jd to be like but okay i guess it's just me yeah but i'm i'm better than you yeah i know (laughs) Uh, we got our first poster for the Suicide Squad. Did you guys see it? It, like, just yes. dropped before we recorded. Yeah, <laughs> okay. old school. Look cool. Uh, we're getting a trailer as of this episode releasing, so we're not going to talk about the trailer. Mm. We likely will talk about next week for the next week's episode, but as of recording, it's not out yet. Uh, confirmed to be rated R by James Gunn, though. So, interesting. Kind of makes sense for a Suicide Squad movie, I suppose. But, yeah, it, it's a very classic-looking poster. I like the look of it a lot. It looks like an old Western. Yeah, it does, which is yeah, strange cool. for the Suicide Squad of all movies. But oh, I'm, wow. I'm glad we're finally getting this movie. I just like... It's going to be, like, stylish, and I like that. Marketing in superhero movies seems so strange because, like, we got the behind-the-scenes for this movie almost a year ago. Yeah, a a yeah, full behind-the-scenes video. fandom, yeah. Yeah. And we haven't even got our first look at like Shang Chi yet, which comes out soon. It's yeah, weird that's how weird. the that difference one of marketing here. Yeah. Uh, for Marvel news, there is a rumor that Echo is going to get a Disney Plus series. Echo is a uh, hero that's going to be in the Hawkeye show. It's a rumor. I. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> it's Echo. I mean, she's cool. I don't mind Echo, but I don't think she could hold her own full series yeah we always say that and then they give us a character that we didn't think could do that and then they do so who knows but yeah, yeah i don't really care Echo's a character that showed up in daredevil like twice and i didn't care either time so she's like the show or no no oh, no okay. no no the comic she okay, was during was like, she was in right? between the bender stuff remember did, did, yeah did you not know that the, the show daredevil is 
based on a comic? No, I... Yeah. <laughs> well, her whole thing is... It comes is, from uh, the source material. They didn't create it. The whole thing is Captain America tried to get Daredevil to join the Avengers, and he's like, nah, because my identity is out there, and I don't want to risk being caught going to Avengers Tower every morning. So... He recommended Echo join instead because Echo has a similar skill set to him and knows the hand as much as he does. So that's how she comes in. She's actually Ronin before Hawkeye was Ronin. She kind of inspired Clint Barton to become Ronin. But oh, yeah, the that's, end... that's the Marvel knowledge that you knew over Tyler, right? That you were like, yeah, you were big brain Marvel. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> well, I, I, the, well, the thing about Tyler is that he he's like one of those dudes that just spends most of his day like reading wikier summaries of books. Like, I don't think he actually reads a lot. He's just he's just quickly leaving the podcast right now. Listening, I'm, to yeah, he's got like that vein, like that meme where it's like the vein, like <laughs> I can see the dots typing already. <laughs> um, next bit of news. I'm I'm trying to find the full list right now, but the MCU movies all got pushed back. Well, not all of them, but most of them got pushed back. Actually, uh, start. Oh, here it is. So now Black Widow is going to be releasing July 9th it was originally start of May but now it's been moved to July this is the last time the movie's going to be moved it's now going to be getting a Disney Plus release but you have to pay for it extra yeah the like price isn't set Mulan. yet but it's going to be the same thing as Mulan and Raya the Last yeah. Dragon which is $30 so are you guys going to pay for this if you don't have theaters I guess Harper you're in Australia so you can just go we've got theaters. theaters I'll be seeing it in theaters if you I was going to go theaters. see King if we didn't um Probably. I've already got Disney Plus. It's like, what's 30 bucks? I'm rich, baby. I'm bowling in it. I forgot like... you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It's the, first, it's, it's the investment into the first uh, appearance of War Machine. That's well, what $30 is. The uh, start of yeah, it. If fair, you guys have ever point. read a comic where they go to like Doctor Doom's castle, that's basically where Harper lives. Like he yeah. lives in a palace. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can tell by the, the shoebox room with the little bit of plaster coming off the wall right there. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I had a poster stuck there and it fell off and tore the plaster off and that was two years ago and I just never fixed it. Oh, fair enough. Because <laughs> it's hidden behind the door most of the time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, JD, you gonna, would you pay to see Black Widow? Unfortunately, I guess I'm going to have to pay for the podcast reasons. However, $30 is ballistic. a lot when you're just like, you should be able to sell on your Disney Plus like, hey, I'm a single lonely fuck and I shouldn't be paying $30. I'm going to be seeing this alone. Like, I'm not watching this with my significant other or with my family. I'm watching this alone in my room in the darkness while I cry. While you cry? Well, I think, think what will happen is because like one person will buy it and then they'll just say to all their mates, here, log in with mine and then people will watch it. So if they made it $10, they would lose so much money on it. Cuz like I sh- I should find a mate that will pay $10 for it. So yeah, I don't it helps when you're a person that people actually like, I suppose. You know, I have got one of those jarring personalities where you either love me or you hate me and I a lot of people fall on the you. second side of that. <laughs> Jesus. This got dark. Well, um hey guys, um Shang-Chi was pushed back to September. 3rd. Ah, really? It's a, yeah, it's cuz it was originally coming out in June. So since Black Widow took that, it's going to September. Um Eternals is staying at November, staying around award seasons, which is interesting. It seems Marvel really wants them Eternals to be Yeah, awesome they're, 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 some of the stuff they've said behind the scenes, they're like this is the best thing we've made. Yeah, <laughs> which crazy. is crazy. It's like Eternals is it's the like, best thing you've made. It's about Icarus. Yeah, <laughs> you, okay. Right. We'll see, I suppose. Yeah, we haven't gotten a trailer or anything yet. Um, what if? No release date yet, but it's still going to be summer of this year. 
that. Miss Marvel, Hawkeye will be late 2021, and Spider-Man No Way Home is staying but in December. It's gonna be December 17th. God, that's so much content. <laughs> I know. I'm 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 glad. Also, so I forgot to write this down, but before I forget, the oh, I don't know her name. The actress playing Miss Marvel, right when she's done fin- finished filming the finale for the Miss Marvel show, like that month, she's going to write to film Captain Marvel too. Like, oh, that's crazy! <laughs> yeah, because that starts filming wow. soon, and they're almost done. They're almost yeah. wrapped up production on that. So, uh, when that movie comes out, JD, can you please help us review Captain Marvel two in a library? <laughs> oh man, I I will have to drive back to my university, which is like two hours mm. away, as a non-student, and go back and be like, "Hey, can I just record the library for nostalgia Did I just, hey, Yeah, for car I, You know, you know that that thought, that thing still honestly gets me annoyed because I literally <laughs> there was three people in the whole library. It's a Saturday morning, everyone's hungover and not in the library. So I asked, "Can I just use the room so I don't have to disturb anyone?" And they're like, "No, just uh, just do it in the front there." And then I immediately get commented at. <sighs> for those who, for no context. No one's even using the rooms. Um, <laughs> if you go back to our a Hero Story episode where we reviewed the Captain Marvel movie when it dropped, JD reviewed it in a library and got so, like. So, so we, we were going to review it on, I'll tell the story real quick. We were going to review it on a Saturday morning because, I don't know, Hunter saw it late or something. I forget what the situation was. I thought was, you but... saw it late. One of us saw it late. You it's, saw it late. <laughs> we're splitting. We're splitting hairs here. So we had to record on Saturday morning. But I had a roommate because I was in college at the time, and we shared a room. So he was not a morning person. So when I brought up the idea of me recording my podcast at like you know eight a.m., he was like, "Yeah, not gonna happen." So I was like, "Okay, maybe I'll just go to the library." <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> this is my. I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> through it or don't motherfucker <laughs> like, i was like whatever the library is open no one's gonna be there it's a saturday morning i'll just go so i went i brought my microphone and i knew they had rooms in there and they were actually perfect for recording like it was like a little closed in booth where they actually had stuff on the wall for like recording types of thing and you know you could just rent it out with your student id so i was like oh great i'll just rent it out real quick you know it'll be an hour we'll be done so i go up to the desk and like i said there's like three people in the whole library and i'm like hey could i uh rent out one of the rooms and they're like, oh, well, we only rent out to groups of three or more. And I was like, but, but, but there's, there's no one else in the library. No one's I'm doing a rooms. podcast, though. <laughs> well, I said I was I'm like, reviewing I to, Captain Marvel. I, I didn't say I didn't say all that, but I was like, I'm know, history I, of the fucking flash. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, I have to record, so like I have to talk into the microphone, so I don't want to disturb anyone. And they were like, oh, just, just go in that corner of the library. No one's over there. No one will bother you. So I was like, all right, whatever. I set up my stuff recording and i don't know like maybe 30 minutes in i hear like a knock at the little door that i was in you just go and silent like, yeah i go silent on the show and they're like they were like you're being too loud uh we need you to move somewhere else and i'm like you guys literally told me to go over here oh my god i was like i wanted the room to be fair was so he was mad. very oh passionately god. yelling about how much he loved captain <laughs> I was definitely it was not. before just we, I was screaming it was before we did video I, I, podcast I was, probably, so it was just audio I, I was probably just getting to like where I was so annoyed that you know with the revelation of how he lost his eye was the cat that's probably what I was yelling about but uh <laughs> Nick but, you know, is my time, favorite character <laughs> last time I trust someone I lost an eye hey kitty um you know so so I was so annoyed I had to go to like the basement of the library we're like still recording uh, it was it was a whole disaster so yes when captain marvel 2 comes out i guess i'll have to go back to the library i then you can be like i have interviewed joshua williamson twice Twice. (laughs) (laughs) well at the time it was just one time i think 
Yeah, um, no, now I'm that, saying that, now. That, that, that's that's the joke. Hunter. I, I yeah, have I have a theory. I don't. I think they're gonna retcon the whole eye thing. I think Nick Fury's been a scroll since for like a long time now. Mm. Since at least Age of Ultron, I think he's been a scroll. How will they retcon it though? Because that that movie was set in the nineties. I feel like that could have been a scroll. And then he could be like switching out and in with the scroll for secret. Wait, invasion. so Nick yeah, but, but Fury revealed, in Captain Marvel, Winter Soldier, who... that he lost an eye when he trusted someone, and that was wait, 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 that was wait, in twenty fourteen. No, no, okay, I see the confusion. Let wait, me let me break wait, down. Wait, wait, let me break down. <laughs> he was fighting scrolls. He was fighting Ben Mendelsohn, who was a scroll. <laughs> I know. I have a feeling that he's been going in and out for the entire MCU, and the reason was is because just some sometimes he acts in character, sometimes he doesn't. He's the main character of Secret Invasion, and one of the things he says to Captain Marvel is, like, when she's just asking him questions, like, everyone calls me Fury, for example, you don't call me Fury, I don't trust you. He only eats, like, he can't eat bread or toast unless it's sliced diagonally. In Age of Ultron, he does that. He he eats bread, and he cuts it diagonally and starts eating it in Age of Ultron on Clint's house. Yeah, okay, so that's just his weird character quirk then, isn't it? He's saying that if you, if you see me do that, it's not me. That's but no, they, they, kind of, they kind of planted the seed. They kind of looked at Age of Ultron and go, no, we'll make it that he never would have done. What if that's how fucking Secret Invasion starts? No, I didn't actually. Oh. Hunter, if you're right, I'll I'll quit this show again. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that this is my last right. episode. We forgot to mention that. This is the last episode of me. I'm going. I, I'm waiting for the podcast. I am. There is no I'm not, no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. This is this was the last episode for a while. I don't know if I'll be back, but it's going to be an extended break. That's for certain. So enjoy me while I last. Mm-hmm. Harper, I don't, I don't like this. End the joke now. We don't do I'm, that kind of I'm humor. Not, this it's show. Not a jo- I'm not joking. I don't. <laughs> so you're telling me that you killed this. those three men on the subway because you thought it was funny? <laughs> I did, and I'm tired of pretending it wasn't. Stop <laughs> werewolfing. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll say that. Harper, don't leave the show. Okay, yeah. The, no, the one guy you know, who's, who you like missed his review, and you said you part of the part of the journey is, and you know, something isn't beautiful because it lasts. Oh, <laughs> that's the that's the thing that the guy says in the in the show. <laughs> he says it in the movie. But... That, that, that's the thing that he says. <laughs> I know. Thing he says. Anyways, right. I'll, I'll maybe you. resume the news of the week. Uh, J.K. Simmons is returning for No Way Home. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's all I got. Cool. <laughs> the only comic news that came out was there was actually a leak that happened for DC. Surprise, surprise. Uh, just a cover leak of a series called Superman The Authority, written by Grant Morrison. And the trade for this is coming out in November. We don't know if it's oh, just going to be a trade or if it's going to be single issues, but it, it has Superman in kind of like a Kingdom Come looking suit with touch screens. And Midnighter's on there, and Constantine, and Enchantress, and Apollo. So, and we don't okay. know what it's about, though. We have no idea what it's about, because it, it was just a cover leak. <laughs> I have it. absolutely no feeling <laughs> at all. I mean, I might read it. We'll see what it's about. <laughs> I mean, Grant Morrison wrote, you know, All-Star Superman, so that's, you know. Yeah. It's great. They also wrote Greenland. They also wrote, arguably, one of the most underrated, and I think... I mean, easily top five flash runs. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's short, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, top, of course top. it's short, but it's also yeah, just, top, mm, yeah, top, 
Yeah, you can make. You sent me some of those issues too. You sent me some of the issues from Emergency Stop, which is the best. Story uh, I love in that. The I front. love that cover. I use that picture volley for everything. So but, but yeah, you you could argue that it's top four if, if it goes Wade, Johns, Williamson, and then Morrison Miller. I don't. I don't know. I mean, Williamson. Well, I I think I would put. I think I would put Morrison and Millar's run above Williamson because it wasn't long enough to have any like stories I didn't care about. You know, it's 12 issues versus here's 100 the, and something. Here's the drawback though. I And I love the Morrison Miller stuff. The art on it is pretty wretched in some of the issues. Like oh. when, Wally, when Wally has the little soul patch oh, and has got in, the shaved in, head, in, I hate that yeah. so much. The the Black Flash has some weird art. Yeah, that's got some Emergency weird Stop and the Human Race. Emergency Stop great, and the Human great, Race. Great, great stuff. Some of my favorite Best. Flash stuff. So good. Hunter doesn't know what we're speaking about because he's never read it. You fucking dick. <laughs> you had to just reveal that, JD. You just had, I had to. to reveal I, I like these My awkward God. situations. <sighs> Hunter's favorite story is Identity Crisis. No, Identity it's not, Cri- actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this thing where I read Identity Crisis when I was 14 and I liked it. And then I got into more comics and I'm terrified to reread it because I know I'm not going to like oh, it this it's, time. It's so horrendous. It's I'm just so going to leave it. I'm, I'm just going to leave it in that 14 year old mindset where I liked it and just leave it at that. If you ever meet someone who goes, oh, yeah, the original Dr. Light is my favorite character. Run. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> run away from that. person. That is a sentence no human has ever said. My yeah, favorite exactly. character, character is the original Doctor. Do Light. you remember when they adapted Doctor Light for the Titans TV show, and all he did was listen to Nickelback and then die? <laughs> is that not the most amazing thing in the fucking world? <laughs> he rocked out to Nickelback and then he got, like shot in the head or something. So funny. I forgot all about that. Jeez, what a show. Anyway, what? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when they hyped up that show being like, we're getting Red Hood, we're getting Blackfire, we're getting all these characters, and here's the concept art, and they stopped talking about it for like five months. Yeah. and what We've we heard it. nothing since. Oh, it's going to be so shit. Anyway, um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man came out, it was very much just a filler issue going over Gog, that little pet that they got uh, like what, 30 issues ago. And not, not much happened. It's a Gleason art, so the art's really cool. But uh, yeah, the only thing I really have to say is in it is why do they keep showing Kindred? Like, stop. <laughs> they sh- they've they're been playing showing the long game. <laughs> they've been showing him in every issue for 12 issues. Stop. <laughs> we don't have to see. We know he exists. We know he's Harry Osborn. We know he's out there. Well, not really. Nick, we know but where Nick he is. But Nick Spencer wants you to know that Kindred may strike at any time. I'm liking this run, but Jesus, you gotta you gotta stop making these issues as if it's some person's first Spider-Man issue ever, because that's what I feel like they're mm. doing. So yeah. it, it gets it kind of like Scott Lobdell did it with Red Hood, where except worse, where every single Red Hood issue they'd be like, "My name's Red Hood. I was Robin and I died, but for some miracle, I'm back." <laughs> they started it's the, it's every the old issue school method of of storytelling that society has outgrown. Yeah, so I'm I'm just it's getting kind of old, so. Hopefully this run picks up, but right now it's kind of slow. That, that's all I have to say about it. Uh, Teen Titans Academy also came out. Like I said, none of us read it, but JD, you had something to say on it? Uh, yeah, they made Starfire and, and Dick Grayson a thing in that. Like, they have a panel. So Teen Titans Academy in Future State. Ha- okay, you guys are being stupid. Stop the it. the ending of the, It's the ending of the lighthouse. <laughs> yes! Oh, that was amazing. Sorry, I, I, go on. I, I, work, I work with children. Uh, <laughs> so in in Future State, 
uh, Teen Titans Academy, whatever. They have they have like Dick and Corey share like a weird moment where she's like, "Oh, uh, why don't you come see me later? Bring your mask." And oh. it's like a weird awkward moment. And then in this issue, um, she like they finally meet up, and she's like, "Well, did you bring your mask?" And he's like, "No, I forgot it." Corey got a weird mask kink. Okay, mm. uh, but anyway, that then like they have like a moment at the end where like they're pretty much like a thing where the like they they share panels. Oh, what like, happened to like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, at the same time, how is this happening at the same time as Taylor's Nightwing, where he's gonna be with Babs? I, well, what he hasn't been with Babs yet, but he's gonna be. I, gonna I be, yeah. listen. I, maybe it's because I don't like Starfire. I don't like their relationship, but I don't want to see it. Just <laughs> no, I don't want to see it. But it's it's weird. Um, Sean Antihero Analysis did a great post on it where he like <clears throat> showed all the panels. So check out his post if you want to see more about it. But really weird big gripe i don't like it dc continuity please i wonder if sean's the one who sent me the review give me a second <laughs> keep talking <laughs> let me see oh man he's, he's the right now he's review. Like, right right now he's like son of a bitch <laughs> hunter you you better you better make the thumbnail for this episode my face just bright white lighthouse okay oh, i'll do me you and robert pattinson <laughs> Let me check. That'll be the worst thumbnail in the world. I thought it's gonna be somewhere. I thought last week's YouTube thumbnail looked so nice because I had like us and I had the Justice League, but it also had like the the shield kind of. Yeah, thing it was cool. It was, it was cool. You really? like it? You like it was, no, it was I a good like effect. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm bottoms up in the yeah. drink. Yeah, I think I, the best one you did was the DC Rebirth like like finger oh, touch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, that that's it for the comics that came out. Next week's also kind of oh oh Detective Comics Connor Hawk. Oh yeah, oh, B yeah, story. Back. I like the, the, I like the, the dialogue. In the... Yeah, the the B story. Yeah, uh, that was great. Uh, I'm really excited for him to show up in in Williamson's Robin run. Like I was already excited for Williamson's Robin because you know I I think Williamson does some great work, mm-hmm. and um I I want a Damian Wayne story where I'm actually gonna mm-hmm. like him. So uh, I was excited for that, but now adding Connor Hawk into the mix is great. I, I literally just did a post the other day about how Connor Hawk like needs to return to the mainframe mm, of DC, and this is the start of it. Williamson, God bless. That's it. That's another part of of Morrison's run the the crossover with yeah, um, three Connor of a kind, Hawk three of a kind Kyle Rayner. Sorry, it looks good. like they're gonna fight here because I I just saw the dialogue where it's like the best way to get rid of a Robin is by using a hawk. Connor like Hawk is like a he's like grown though. Like unless they like de-age him a lot here, but shouldn't he be like mid twenties? Yeah, I mean he's like he's gonna be beat like up Kyle, this kid. Kyle Lolly's age. Yeah. You can beat the shit out of this kid. Is Damien still thirteen? He's been thirteen since twenty sixteen. How funny would that book be if like Connor Hawk comes in like he's just like holding he's like holding Damien's yeah, head just like slaps him like once and just to the ground. Damien's like, oh like, fuck. I, I get that aging characters is difficult. Like I totally understand that. But in twenty sixteen for Teen Titans issue one for Rebirth, it was Damien Wayne's birthday, and he like has a cake that says thirteen on it, and he's like, now I could become a Teen Titan, and he just kidnaps some Teen Titans. That was the whole plot of the first issue. It's weird, but like Fair we enough. haven't heard anything of him aging since. I got nothing for you. <laughs> Anyways, nothing. Uh, that usually we have a lot more comics to review in this show, but since we didn't, we're doing a Q and A. We asked you guys on a Hero Story Instagram for, to ask us some questions, and we actually got about seventy hundred questions. Yeah, we got a fucking ton. We you guys went. Go, you went. Go check the. Go check the account. I was like, oh, actually. 
before we continue, um, I, I'll find his name, but we had a follower make a, I think it was for a, a like a college or a school. Oh, Trey, Trey, yeah. Trey. Uh, oh, Trey he made, he made an ad yeah. for the podcast and it was like the coolest like thing. Yeah, he, he, he messaged the account, the Hero Story account, like, hey, can I make an advertisement? One of you responded to him. It was me, that. yeah. And then, me. and then no one responded to him since. So I was like, yeah, sure, man. Hell yeah. The best part was he was like, he went, oh, thanks, Harper. And I was like, uh, did you know it was me? Because I said, holy shit. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else would have been like, yo, man, that's really cool. And I was just like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was this if it focuses up. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Oh, like, I like yeah. the I like that my quote went on top. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, actually, yeah, my whole introduction. Like that's yeah, that, that, that is yeah. that's basically my rundown. Try try held it down. Amazing. So yeah, that was the coolest thing. That was cool. anyway. Thank you for making us an ad. Yeah, so we we won't be able to answer all these questions because there's two million of them. But we'll just we, we're just doing this live. We haven't really reviewed them all, so we're just gonna pick some and answer them for you, just at random here. So, any of you guys have a question you want to start with? Uh, I oh, I figured. You, I, I thought you were just gonna read them off. And yeah, that's answer. what I thought too. <laughs> oh, I was just I was just thinking we go randomly. If you want, I, I can. Um, I thought you were our arbiter here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Love Halo too. Okay, let's <laughs> see. I, that's I was, I was I was I thought someone picked that up. We'll start uh, with uh, comic.titan asks, common characters that you want to see make a return. Well, Sean Tsang. I posted wife. about this. Sean Tsang. It was Dick Grayson's ex-girlfriend from the Rebirth run. We haven't seen her since he got shot in the head. That That's my character. She was the defacer oh. in like the in like the early days of comics when he was he, when he was Robin. But then he dated, or sorry, she dated Dick for about two years and they had the best relationship and I miss her. That that's my character that wants wow. to return. Yeah, you guys. Well, you guys mine, both... mine mine was Connor Hawk, but <laughs> yeah. he's kind of already made his return into main continuity. So uh, I don't know. I'd like to see Donna Troy get back into relevance because it seems like every <laughs> other Wonder Woman is getting into relevance except for her. Really? I feel like we haven't seen Cassie in a while. Well, gonna... All right, her and Cassie are getting equally <laughs> shit, but everyone else is getting like... promoted. I feel like she's young gonna... justice. Well, she's gonna be in uh... tight. She's in Titans Academy, so. Um. <laughs> Harper? Well, I was thinking, because most of my answers, I think, would be DC characters, because obviously with the, the reboot, um, we were missing a bunch. But then it felt like any of the ones that I cared about, like, have already shown back up. I don't know. It'd be cool to see, like, Cobalt Blue again. Although, no, he was even in that Future State book, though. So, like... They're referencing, but, but, like, but like a legitimate story with Cobalt Blue would be actually yeah. Really cool. Like I mean, I I, I said I, I said the same thing about Dark Flash, uh, Walter West, because like they had him in in some background scene. I, I don't remember if it was uh, Williamson's final issue. Oh, it was or... the, yeah when they all run out. Yeah, yeah, and, and one of them he's there. So like, there's a story to be told there. I think that would be cool. And now that Wally's back in the book, maybe. Maybe, I yeah. do think it's time for the Mandarin to reappear, and I'm not just saying that because I'm still <laughs> called the Mandarin in, in this group. But he died in 2012 at the end of Matt Fraction's run. That's oh, almost he hasn't a dead. Been end. back since he has not been back since. So maybe, I think it's probably time. And it would be Venom. nice for this current run to do like a big, you know, a big Mandarin story. It's mm -hmm. like oh, the return of the Mandarin. That would be really cool. But I can't think of a character who's been like properly gone that i'd be like oh we need to get them back i think every character that i care about that like disappeared is is back at this point or has you know 
some sort of story relevance, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I mean it, that's a good thing for you if you all the characters you like oh, are is. in comics Very right lucky. now. So, yeah. Uh, comic dot runner asks, "What's your go to comic to read when you're feeling stressed?" I tend not to reread comics that often, so the one first thing that came mm. to mind there was uh, if I was stressed and wanted to read something to help de-stress, Superman for All Seasons. It's a very calm very comic that JD actually sent me about a year and a half yeah. ago. Uh, it it just goes over Superman, the early days of Superman, for all the seasons, <laughs> summer, winter, fall, and spring. I said that in a weird order there, but yeah. Um, I, I, I think the original Young Justice one is that for me, where it's kind of just like, I can kind of turn my brain off with it and just have a movie all the time reading it. Like, it's just, it's real fun for me. So I think that's kind of like my distressor. I love to reread comics. I reread Stop comics moving around, JD. <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm very fidgety. Like, I can't What do you sit your microphone on? Is it just like it's, a it's dinner literally, plate? It's literally on my laptop. Like, how can I? Whoa, we didn't need that shot. I don't know how to show this, but it's literally on the... my laptop. See, I, I, don't have a, I don't have a desk because I don't have any room in my room. So I'm sitting on my bed right now. With my laptop on my lap. So sometimes I get a little uncomfortable. I need to adjust around. Truly is a laptop. Oh. <laughs> Why do you say that? Like, that's not the name, like, the reason for the name. <laughs> I just, I, I just. Uh, what? Oh, my God. Move I on. get it uh, Harper, what comics do you reread when you're stressed? I will scroll through pretty much, like, anything that I like, but, like, not really read. I might, like, just go back through a trade that I have. Hunter's and... like, scroll through digital? Oh, yeah. I don't I'm mind sorry. digital. Flip, I just don't or read or it. Flip through, or flip, whatever, uh... or click through, or swipe through, whatever you want. But yeah, like I always just look for like just cool moments, and I just like it might be three pages that I just read again, and I'm just like, that's so good. I remember for a long time, I would keep reading um just like the five pages in the first issue like in dc rebirth one where barry and wally reunite because like nothing in comics had made me feel that way before and yeah. i would just like it would like whether i was like stressed or sad or even happy i would just read it and it would just like bring me to tears it's like such a pathetic thing to say oh brought me to tears but i would legitimately like well up in the eyes and when he's like wally i'm just like <laughs> that's <Yeah>. nice <laughs> Yeah, so that's a really, I think DC Rebirth one is a good one. It, it is a great one, yeah. Um, cool username here, Timosaurus.rex asks, <laughs> favorite indie comic and why don't you guys cover more of them? Once in future. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, we don't cover more of them because I don't read them in single issue. I tend to get them in trade if I'm going to get Same. them at all. And I Same. don't actually get them any. So I want to get into more of them. I am very open to suggestions. Uh, something I realized recently about comicsology, cover your ears, Hunter, I'm talking about digital comics, but uh, (laughs) something I I learned recently is that a lot of popular indie series, um, the first issue is free on comicsology, so you can sample it. So, uh, you know, East of West by Jonathan Hickman, the first issue is free. Um, uh, Nailbiter by Joshua Williamson, Birthright by Williamson, like the first issue is free for a lot of these books, Uh, Sex Criminals by Zdarsky. So, yeah. that's a cool thing about comiXology that you could try out the first issue and see if you want to get it so i think what i'm going to be doing is kind of reading the first issue on comiXology and making a judgment of do i want to buy the trade so or read it on comiXology because i like digital comics unlike somebody okay i don't mind them jesus i just prefer physical 
Um, I yeah, same reason. I don't read single issues of them. I want to get more into them. My favorite would be if this counts. I don't believe it counts anymore. Sonic the Hedgehog. No, I was well, yes, but I was gonna say Invincible. Oh, Oh, I I have a. That's so funny that you mentioned that. Because Why? mine is mine's The Walking Dead, and I don't oh, know if same that, writer, yeah, that, Robert yeah, Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. The reason um, why I don't say it, it counts as any anymore because they both now are being adapted, and yeah, in like TV both show of them form. are very big now. But I mean, like when I was reading, like I was reading The Walking Dead before issue one hundred, which is the big Negan, you know, issue, mm-hmm. the issue where he does the bat. So like I don't know, like to me in my childhood memory, I don't know if that was like an indie book at the time because it was still big you know what i mean yeah exactly the same reason for me in invincible i'm, I'm oh yeah recently, no, so i remember oh my god wow such a weird nostalgic memory because the show was out before negan was introduced right so it was like mm-hmm. season two or three of the show and i was watching the show reading the book at the same time issue 100 came out and i remember like in the in the letters section there was like this big letter that was just calling Robert Kirkman out. It was like, how dare you do this to Glenn? Like you're an idiot, blah, 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 blah. Massive, like half a page thing. An and then at the end, it was, moment. it was from Stephen Ewan actor. And I was like, Oh, oh my God, it's the dude who plays Glenn on the show. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. I thought that was, yeah. I thought that was so great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's memory, great. So. yeah. <laughs> um, Smarbo asks, Opinion on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World being the best comic book to movie adaptation of all time. Agreed. Interesting. Actually agreed. Yeah, a lot of, I, I do know a lot of people say that. Never read the book uh, or the But, but what oh. about what but what about Watchmen? Greatest adaptation. No, totally. Fuck. No. That's a good point. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That would be my favorite indie comic if that counts. It oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that makes sense. good. It's it's short. It's only you can get in six volumes, but it, it is so, so good. That movie and that, is so good. Too. It does everything the movie does, but the book has more. It has a lot more of a lot more flashbacks to when Scott was in high school, Dean Kim, a lot more Envy Adams. So it, it's such yeah. A- but does it does it have Brie Larson singing Black Sheep? Hello again. Friend. I'm gonna I'm gonna be such honest. A good song. <laughs> Not the biggest fan of the Scott Pilgrim movie. I know, I know you love it. And, and I know a lot of people love it. It's, it's like all the fun? Edgar. Is it because like, no, like happens? I don't, know. I, I don't like, think I'm that big of an oh, Edgar, right? I can't handle this. I can't handle like a nice story with characters. Are you, oh, JD, are you one of those guy. people who are just like, yeah, I'm the Marcadoli, I'm the Mafia, the do a shootout, the bum, boom. I don't need this. I don't need this. That was so good. All right. <laughs> I, I just, I, this I, episode started with JD ripping on Hunter, and now it's Hunter and I united just making fun of JD. bang bang. I put the bomb in his car. Ba boom. God, when will it end? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, here, here's a great question. Great question. This one's kind of for Harper, kind of for all of us. Uh, DC and Marvel Knowledge asks, will you guys actually do this Q&A or will Harper once again sidetrack the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. He's Australian, I think. That's Tim, isn't it? DC and Marvel Yeah, he's, he's the other Australian. Hey, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah, he rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, he's partially right, isn't he? <laughs> Oh. Oh, that's funny. Uh, comic underscore nation seventeen seventy six asks. Hate that guy. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking hate him. He asks, 
who do you guys want to see take over the next Captain America title? Not you. Not you, Clay. Uh, <laughs> Anyone but you. <laughs> uh, he, he brought up Patrick Gleason, and yeah, after, after thinking about say. Superman Rebirth, I, I'm all for it. That I would even say um, Chip Zdarsky, if he's okay with doing another book right now. I, I think he's a little preoccupied, but um, I... I just read Spider-Man Life Story. I thought the 60s issue that featured Cap, I thought that was really well written. So Oh, yo, Donnie Cates. He's just ending Venom. He could jump I thought, he, I thought he was doing fan, I thought he was doing Spider-Man or Fantastic Four or something. He he's doing Spawn. Uh, like a, a different Spawn book. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's doing, I, I, he's doing I, like a Spawn series. I I thought wasn't he taking over Spider-Man? Wasn't that a thing? Anyway, no, that was a rumor, but I don't think it's oh. going to happen. Can't well. Anyway, uh, Age of Hero 17 asks, any guest host from the Instagram comic community you guys would like to have on in the future? How about Caleb? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Comic Savior here. <laughs> we'll what's how you doing? How you good? Doing? How you doing, Caleb? What books have you been reading, man? Yo, just Young Justice. It's the only <laughs> book I've ever read. <laughs> uh, that's Comic Savior. He was on the show recently, but he's probably going to come back on again. Uh, we've actually had quite, we used to do a lot of big name Instagram comic community people. We had Eunice roll the flash on. We had world of Mura. Uh, Yo, I hate that guy. It's me, Caleb. I hate <laughs> Eunice, <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, any, I mean, probably we'll who, probably have more. Who on. do the people, who do the people want us to have on? Like, is there yeah. anyone that like, they want us to have on? We're going to have, have so many people be like uh, me. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I don't know as many, like talk to as many people, I guess. Cause I'm not as, in as many group chats. So, I don't know if you guys know someone who is. I had, I had an idea. I had oh, an idea. God. Oh God! I thought, scared. and this was because of talking to the people involved with it. I thought it would be cool closer to when it's coming out. If we, I don't know how far we can push, like how many people we can have in a call. That would be a thing to figure out. But we should get a few of the people involved with Gavin J. Knopp's Spider-Man logo. Yeah, I was thinking and that too, like, like the cast. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh fuck! I'm I'm gonna oh, forgive me because I'm gonna butcher this name. <laughs> I think their name is. Well, they have it like they've got like in brackets how it's pronounced. So I believe their name is Two Win, which is the person who's playing Gwen Stacy. She's actually listened to the show before, and I proposed that idea to her, saying we should have the cast on. That'd be so, cool. Except maybe the the kid. W- well, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had the kid on? Harper oh, would scar him. That's it. <laughs> but like, we could have, we could have Gwen M. Sean, Sean, well, Sean, have used have com- Sean used to have a comic account. Like, I remember he used to comment on a lot of my posts, so he knows his shit about comics too. Although that's a lot, because <laughs> you've got big Zoom call. Yeah, it'd be Gavin, Warden, Sean, two in, and MJ. the lady who plays Mary Jane, whose that name that bandwidth is just gonna be like. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a lot. That's what five extra people with the three of us. So that's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And Josh uh, Williamson because he'll be uh, on with that not, too. I think it would be cool to even just get like some of them on just to talk comic books, like not even necessarily Lotus stuff, but just like because they're clearly Spider Man as well. Just Spider Man in general. No, because like fuck Spider Man. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's that's one of my dad's. Oh, can you do the uh, slice alone for my dad? He was asking about that last week. Hey yo, it's me, Slice Stallone. What's going on? What's your dad's name? Uh, Tom. Hey Tom, what's it's me, Slice? Hey, yo, you go drop around, eh? <laughs> you go to punch off. Oh, that's a good impression. 
<laughs> what I was gonna say, Sly, is that my dad loves that when Harper says that he hates Spider-Man, my dad laughs every time. So good, fuck Spider-Man, <laughs> fuck him. He, 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 just fuck listened, he just listened to the Gavin interview while he was at the gym, and he was like, he was like, he loved that you started it with like saying that you hate Spider-Man. <laughs> Okay, Harper, legitimate question. Why do you hate Spider-Man? Because I used to go to a comic <laughs> store where the owner just hated Spider-Man. He's, he's, no, he's actually, I don't, he's actually, I don't Gavin, actually hate Spider-Man. He's actually it's Gavin's the, reverse Flash. He's from the future, oh, and Gavin so didn't am. let him into the role <laughs> in the, the movie, so he decided that he's going to hate Spider-Man to spite Gavin. I just like, I like, I mean, most Spider-Man fans are probably good. It's just the subsection of Spider-Man <laughs> oh, fans that annoy the, oh, that annoy okay. me so much that Spider-Man I just think it's still funny good. to be they like, fight, fuck Spider-Man. Like, just be like, because people will message me and go, but dude, like, you like, you know, Matt Murdock and Wally West and Tony Stark, and Peter is like a flawed kind of character like that and i'm like yeah now fuck him because <laughs> yeah the the comic store owner that he used to go to he used to hate him so much and he'd be like oh because he's a superhero who's a superhero because he feels like he's guilting into doing it. and i'm like so okay yeah i know go on <laughs> so anyways get back to these questions uh what is that all we could come up with just lotus people yeah as of now shout we'll, out we'll to the lotus to people well, 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 said, sure, like I'm ask sure, us yeah i'm sure, I'm sure yeah. there's other comic accounts who would be awesome to talk to i just <laughs> well there's like there's a few i can think of right now but i don't want to like go let's definitely get this person yeah, on we'll, and then we'll, after we'll the show you go the like oh, no we actually hate them with a burning uh, passion Matt. No way we're having Davian on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, two weeks in a row, Davian's getting bullied on this show. I I'm literally so saw his question and I Fuck Davian. <laughs> Davian's worse than Spider-Man somehow. Um, MadSam231 asks, what were your guys' first comic books that you guys ever read? My- the Walking Dead, ironically. Oh, really? I the Walking Dead and Iron Man Extremis. Mine was wow. a Spider-Man 2 tie-in comic that I, I don't remember the issue, but yeah, yeah, weird. The cover is uh, Dr. Octopus with no with just a trench coat and no shirt being like, Argh! and Spider-Man jumping at him. I remember that very well. I still have it somewhere. Um, but my the first like main comics that I remember reading were the Sonic the Hedgehog Archie comics. Oh, of course. Yeah. Inner Kill came out there. <laughs> oh. Caleb, of course. Of yeah. Of course. Gandalf. Out of the damn way! Oh, never mind. <laughs> Who let the simpleton out of the asylum? I thought. Uh, I see it's Arthur Morgan now, but I thought it was Gandalf at first. No, it's Arthur Morgan. I I kind of heard I heard kind of heard Gandalf too for a minute. Yeah. How oh. you doing, boy? Can you do your oh, Gandalf? I, I like your Gandalf. Bilbo, you haven't aged today. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Anyways, JD. Um, my first comic was Batman and Son by Grant Morrison which Ooh. scarred me because I was like 10. My dad got it for me. I've told the story a bunch of times, but my dad got it for me um, and I read it and I was so confused. Like Batman kind of gets raped by Talia and oh, uh, that's da- that's da- right. Damien yeah. beats the shit out of Tim Drake. And I was like, there's, there's two Robins. What? <laughs> like I was so confused. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was like a definitely weird introduction. And then I didn't even end up getting into comics until like three years later. So I was only like 10 at that point. So that put you off. You're like, fuck put, this. <laughs> well, I read it like twice and I was like, I kind of like liked the art style of it, but I was so confused by the story and I was so lost. And to this day, I'm still lost by Grant Morrison. So it works out. Fair enough. <laughs> Adam Brown underscore two five seven for me, I guess, says when will Hunter pick up Invincible Compendium number two because it's very good. 
that's my answer. When, when he, get, when he gets a, more money. He, uh, yeah. Davian's second account. <laughs> is it actually? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Uh, he, well, he was about to edit that out of the podcast just to spite yeah. I just got the Captain America <laughs> Brubaker uh, omnibus, which was quite pricey. So eventually I will get it, especially with the show starting right away here. So That was pricey, really? I got a box to the right of me that I think was a little slightly more pricey. Well, I mean, it was pricey in the sense that it was like $80. Oh, fuck. Jesus. I know that's chump change to you rich people, but... <laughs> who's, who's you rich people? Harper. Yeah. Look at JD, he looks poor oh, as shit. Oh! <laughs> Only owning one shirt. He's, he's it's like, hey, I only shirts. buy it's the multiple. tank of tops because I like how they look. And then it's just the only thing he can afford. Well, <laughs> yes, but technically no. There's multiple of them. It's not just one every time. Heasters 3 asks, favorite retcon? I don't know. That's a great question. That is a great question. I had to think about that. Question. Oh, favorite wow. retcon. I can think of so many retcons like that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, like, but like, what's a good? I one? don't like. I can think of some things that I don't think quite constitute a retcon because they're not like. When you think retcon, it's like something that was set up and then a new writer comes along and undoes it or redoes something different. Because I was going to say, oh. Wally and Linda having kids at the end of Jeff's run, but like that was clearly his plan was to, you know, yeah, yeah. subvert, like have the miscarriage and then have them at the end anyway. So I don't think that quite counts. Uh, what, what about what about Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's father being Magneto? Isn't that a retcon? Well, no, no the, not the, being the Magneto is a retcon. It's a, it's I, a I, double retcon. Yeah. I, I said that backwards, but like I feel like that's. A, isn't that one of the more favorable retcons in comics? But now it's no longer. Yeah, now it's no longer a thing. So yeah. it's like, it was. Cool. I mean, it seems like a thing that would be cool, yeah. doesn't it? What? What? what, what, oh, what, what... I know a good retcon. A good retcon is the fact that new uh, original Superman was always around during the New Fifty Two, and the New Fifty Two Superman was a new dude. Oh yes, I do like that. That's, That's a good, a good retcon. And yeah. then I mean, they kind of combined them, sort of. But that the idea that well, that was weird. But the fact that they're like, okay, you guys thought this Superman was out of character. You don't like him. We're not even going to try and make him closer to regular Superman. We're just going to say that you know, Prime Original Earth Clark has been out there, and now he's. Seen the other Superman die and he's back. That's a cool retcon. That's a good one. Here's one. I don't know if you guys would agree with this or not, but Doctor Manhattan causing Flashpoint, not Barry. Oh Allen. yep, yep, yeah, yeah. I like yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Because before it's like Barry, that's kind of messed up. That yeah. That. But now it's saying Doctor Manhattan. So, but so. now it's literally Doctor Manhattan just went. I'm gonna mess with Superman, and then your Flash. Wally was just sucked up. What what, what what about um. In Flash 123, when when Barry makes his way to the Golden Age Earth, like instead of because back then the Golden Age Earth oh, were only comic books, so it's kind of a retcon yep. of like actually making them real. Well, that's like, like the most iconic. I mean, that's the introduction. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that's like a yeah. great retcon. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it is. Uh, Drew Dennis asks, "Your yeah, house is burning down, and you can only save three trades. What are you grabbing?" Oh, that's a good three one. Right. Not not single issues, so trades. Oh man. Okay. Mm. Damn, that's hard. That that we own. Damn. I I'm mean, gonna go. Yeah, you go first. 
Mark Wade Flash Book Two because it's got Return of Barry Allen. I was thinking the exact <laughs> Jeff Johns Flash Book Three because it's got Blitz, mm. and Dixon Nightwing Book Five because it's my favorite story hunt for Oracle. Damn. That's hard. That's hard, though. That is I'll, a hard question. Because I, yeah, I might change my mind here, but right off the off the top of my head, Justice League New Fifty Two Volume Six Dark Side War. Um, then I'll go. Honestly, Hawkeye: My Life as a Living Weapon by Fraction. I really like that. And Invincible Compendium Number One because it's massive and I could read it multiple times and it'll last a while. I might change that. That's off the top of my head. I'd have to look at my shelf. Oh, God. Oh, I, no, I, I'm taking Invincible and I'm putting uh, Frank Miller, Daredevil, Volume 2. I was going to say Bendis, Daredevil, Volume 1. Um, Watchmen, I can't live without it. Um, oh, God, I can't pick between, like, the first book in Matt Fraction's Iron Man or, like, Jewel of Iron from Denny O'Neill's Iron Man, one of them. One, I would just try and pick like one important book of each in that, you know, when the house is fucking burning down because I can't apparently grab <laughs> six just stand, books. You're just standing at your trade shelf, like, just like, oh, I'm just get out. And I'm just like, you know, which book am I going to take a bow? <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill, Billy Rathbone asks, what's your favorite era of comics? Uh, I have one me, for Marvel, one for DC. Two, yeah, two. D- DC for me is 1994 to 2008, and I could push that to yep. 2010 sometimes. Um, Marvel is pretty much like 2001 to mm. kind of like 2000. What was that in reboot? Like 2016? F- 15. Around there? 15. 15. 15, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's for me, Marvel. 2001 to yeah, 2015. My, and- mine would be 1998 to 2015 for Marvel. Elkis, Iron Man. <laughs> what, uh, what about for, what about DC? I feel like ninety four is where they really take off. Like that's when Wade's Flash is kicking, Kyle's Green Lantern, Dixon's gonna, Nightwing. Like this, there's a lot of great. This is going to be unpopular. DC, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Starter rebirth. What? Starter rebirth. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I have a soft spot for it because I read it, but like, yeah, I read every single title for two years, and I I had a blast, except for when I read Blue Beetle. <laughs> Blue Beetle, yeah, Blue uh, Supergirl Rebirth, yeah, uh, that was Superwoman. A but the first um, two years of Rebirth, I, I had, I was so happy. There's a lot of quality in that. DC for me would be like 1990 on dot to like 2009, I think. Yeah. For me, it's like right, that, right when yeah. Final Crisis comes, like that's when DC kind of just starts to fizzle out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sad to say, but it's like the DC universe, and because I love him, he's, he's one of my top characters, but the DC universe just <laughs> stops being nearly as interesting once Barry's back. I'm pretty just like, much, oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Beginning of the end, like it's the beginning of, yeah, this universe is not going to be the same ever again in a negative yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, M Mason underscore 17 asks, what's the worst comic series or single issue you've ever read? That oh, Legends of the Dark Yeah, Knight, Legends Death of the Dark Metal, Knight. Of the Dark... <laughs> Tarper, Probably, Tyler, yeah. and I reviewed that on an episode of the podcast when JD That was a historic it. episode. That I, remember is... listen, I remember listening to that episode and I was going to the comic shop and I was like, okay, I'm not buying this I'm now. not picking this up. We were like 
in pain reviewing this comic. It was pretty fucking bad. This was like the worst thing. I, I think we all said like, this is like the, someone said this is the worst thing I've ever read. And me and you, Harper, or me and Tyler or someone were like, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just like, we're trying yeah, to write it, it. And I'm just like, they really wrote a story where baby Bruce Wayne falls down some steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is this? Like, this was oh. yeah that's the worst thing i've ever read jd that's a bad issue <laughs> oh man i don't know it's it's hard for me to pick like worst thing because i you know i read i read based on other people's recommendations for the most part so I'm, I'm reading a lot of the best of the best so it's kind of tough um i'm not a big fan of um i think it's called superman versus shazam i think it's by judd winnick i have it on my trade shelf uh and i plan to get rid of it soon because i just don't care for it at all <laughs> um comic underscore milano asks how does harper keep that luscious beard in in shape wow that's it <laughs> i actually oh, i watched your video on that this morning that you sent to the chat i was like that was that was a one. Oh, was this the the ancient lamination <laughs> no no the one where you like you you described oh, like, what, what through my beard process i was like that was, okay that was good so um here's the beard process for those who are interested basically you got to make sure you're trimming up here and underneath here every day or every couple of days, right? You got to maintain the shape. Now, if this bit here, this is like, everyone's going to skip past this. <laughs> you got to keep this trim. So it always goes into the sideburns. Unless you have long hair, then you can kind of get away with it. Um, what I do is I buy this beard oil stuff where I put like three drops here, a couple drops here and a couple drops in here. You rub it through, you kind of make it, make contact with your skin underneath. And then there's kind of this like paste stuff. It smells amazing. It's like vanilla and sandalwood or something. Every time I put it on, I feel like a god. And then you just kind of smooth everything out, and then you get this lovely shape. I don't really. I thought you just. I thought you just didn't shave. <laughs> just no, no, no. Like... I put a lot of work into okay. it. it was Beth in the group chat went. I didn't realize maintaining beards was like a daily thing, and I went, "It's like every morning. <laughs> like here we go again." Huh. That's why I look yep. like a. I think that's why a lot of people shave because they don't want to maintain like the the look. Also, some of us can't grow facial hair very well. I mean, the yeah, mustache, you know, I don't not do real men. <laughs> oh, I was expecting that. Oh, <laughs> um, another one for Harper. Musty Churro asks, "Why does Harper <laughs> bully Hunter for being an Aquaman fan?" It's, I don't know because they're both dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> like Aquaman and me. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you're like practically the same. Per- oh my god! Sorry to interrupt this, but we we got what last week? I had someone message me, and I bet he's listening to the show because he ended up being an actual listener who was like, like he just messaged me. He's like, "Fuck you for bullying Hunter," and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on." And like we just had this battle, and I could tell it was ironic, but like. At one point, he went Joshua Harper, and I was like, "Oh my god, you know my name, like my full name." I'm like, "Who, who are you?" And it just went on for like half a. You ever crazy. find out who it was? I'm gonna try and find it, but it was it was just wild. And then who like, by, are you? Like, you know who I am. I was like, "Oh, this is Gavin," and they're like, uh, "Why would it be Gavin?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's not Gavin." And then Gavin like like called me midway through me reading the messages he's like it's not me i'm like who is this Ooh. guy then it was crazy it was very awesome though wow by the end of it he was just like i appreciate I'm with you guys the defense <laughs> yeah right interesting he well, was really going yeah. like, you stupid australian seaweed i was like what am 
I die? <laughs> what have you done? Yeah. You've, you've despised Aquaman. <laughs> I, no, I don't actually hate Aquaman. Again, it's just part of the character. Okay. Underscore Apollo underscore films asks, are there any characters who you would like to read more about? Uh, Not mine Aquaman. Was, mine, was Haw- <laughs> mine was Hawkeye. Mine was Hawkeye, but I just got uh, ah, the trades. Nice. So uh, yeah, I guess mine was Captain America, and I just got that trade. Uh, besides that, though, X-Men in general. I like to read more Thor as well, and Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers. I'd like to read more Superman. Like, I'd like to go back to some classic Superman runs. Oh, like, where he, like, shot be... little versions of himself out of the... No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I imagine in, like, the 80s and 90s, there must be, like, oh, this there was this great Superman run in the 80s uh, or 90s. Je- Jeff Loeb has a good Superman run. I don't know what year it's from. I think it's interesting. 90s. Jeff it's Loeb. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Just, like, Superman. What uh, comic underscore germ asks? What is your favorite comic book moment slash panel slash page? I oh, saw this God. question when yeah. I looked through them. This is a very tough one because Harper brought one. up one of the one of the, my favorites in DC Rebirth one <clears throat> with Wally's return. Like that one really touched me inside. Oh, but yeah. since we already brought that one up, I'm gonna go with uh, the end of Terminal Velocity when when Wally returns from the Speed Force and like he has that <laughs> moment with Linda. Like that's. That, yeah. that's like one of my favorite like it feels like a movie to me like the first time i read it and really every time i read it since like i still get like the kind of chills so yeah i'll go with that so... there's so many moments from wade's run that hunter needs to read all of that that legitimately feels cinematic and that, that like if they were yeah. all done in an animated series like if you just went from the beginning of his run to the end of his run like it would be the most popular thing for me it's justice league issue 40 new 52 it's before Darkseid where you get uh, the back of all the heroes looking out. So you get Wonder Woman looking out, like a young Diana looking out from Themyscira saying what's out there. And then you get uh, Clark looking, like a young Clark looking at the ship when Pa and Ma Kent first show him. And he says, what's what's out there? Hal Jordan is a kid looking at the stars with his daddy and goes, what's out there? Aquaman is a kid with his dad looking out into the sea saying, what's out there? And you have Batman is back and he's looking out the window like a young Bruce Wayne. And he says, he's still out there. Oh, that's oh, so good. That's, so that's good. good. That, that's I don't really good. That at all. I'll have to. I'll have to send yeah. it to you. It's my favorite. It's my favorite page in all comics. I feel like mine changes so. Like I would have said the the just the panel where Rorschach is sitting on the roof, like writing in his journal in the first issue, just because I love the colors. But like at the moment, I'm just obsessed with this, and it's because when I was like reading Denny O'Neill's Iron Man, I was like. I'd kind of drop in and out. I'd read a couple issues and then a couple days later, I might read an issue. And then a couple days after that, I might read three. I was very inconsistent. And I finally got to issue 200, which is like the, you know, it's like 34 issues of setup from like the introduction of Obadiah Stane to this final showdown. Tony, like building the Silver Centurion, fighting Obadiah, you know, getting the company, well, not really getting it back, but, you know, stopping Stane from ruining his name. And, you know, it's like a, it's a double double-sized issue and it's like this massive battle back and forth um and like a couple issues earlier we learned that obadiah stain's dad like shot himself in the head in front of obadiah and he was like oh my dad robbed the robbed me of you know having a dad and everything and when you get to these last two pages of this issue i remember just like blitzing through this book and i get to these last two pages and like tony has practically defeated obadiah stain and obadiah stain's on the ground and he's like, okay, you've beaten me, but you can't secure like a proper victory. And Tony's like, why? And Obadiah's like, because I can still deprive you of one thing. And then he points like the gauntlet up to his head and Tony's like, no. And then Obadiah like blows his own head off. Oh, and then geez. it's just 
one page. It's the end of the book. And it's Tony walking out of the wreckage of what was Stark International and then Stain International. He walks out and a guy asks him, what happened in there? And it's just a close-up of the Iron Man mask and Tony goes, somebody lost. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's uh, so uh, cool. <laughs> it's so cool. That, that Ask was, me next week that, that was Danny O'Neill who wrote that? I, I People are surprised when I tell them this. Danny O'Neill's longest run on anything was Iron Man. Yeah, when you, Which is when weird you told to me think that about. the first time, I was surprised because he's done yeah. so many, so much stuff that. Well, he did like a lot of Batman, but I counted it and, up. And his, and and his Green sure Arrow, he, Green Lantern was yeah, pretty long I'm too. I'm pretty right? sure Iron Man's longer, which is crazy. Now, like having it like complete and collected and everything, I would say it's the second best Iron Man run, in my opinion. Hmm. Second to Matt Fraction. Oh, so okay. Follow up question. Uh, Eraser Man 2006 asks for Harper. Why is Mark <laughs> Miller the best Iron Man writer of all time? <laughs> oh, wait, what What was this dude's name? Eraser Man 2006. He's followed me for that a long might time. Be, I recognize that name. That might be the dude because he was like, I will only stop this if you say that Mark Millar was your favorite Iron Man writer because he knows that I hate Mark Millar. Okay, Mark Millar, for those who don't know, was the writer of um, Civil War. And because oh, of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I see uh, because of that. Yeah. Yes, okay. Just, fair enough. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a man. There you go. But yes, no. I hate hate Mark Millar's. Mark Millar's Iron Man is the it's the quintessential like I have no idea what this character is, but I'm gonna write them how I think because it just like let's neglect you know what forty something years of of character development and then just be like ah oh, he's like a you know narcissistic asshole that just wants Villain. to control everything and it's <laughs> like they had to rely on like. Bendis and, and the North like rewriting Tony's motivation in the like the tie-ins and the solo book to make any of it make sense because mm-hmm. it was like so opposite but yeah anyway shit book <laughs> the dot gamer dot lantern asks deep question here favorite Ryan Gosling movie oh that's a hard one because I really like La- I mean, La La Land's my third favorite movie, so I guess I got to pick that one. Yeah, La La but, Land for me. Uh, La La Land. I-, I love his performance in The Notebook, Crazy Stupid Love. He's a great actor. Yeah, La La Damn. Land for me. <laughs> I love the goose so much. I was going to go like underrated ones. I was going to say like The Nice Guys or something, but. <sighs> the Nice Guys, like when I watch that, I'm like, this is a Harper type of movie. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't love it, but I just feel like it's like no one talks about it. And I'm like, it should have more people talking about it at least. God, favorite goose. I just, I love the goose so much. I mean, I love Drive. But like, Man, if you were Barry Allen, that would have been so cool. Okay, here's one. Blade Runner 2049. How about that? Yeah, good pick. <laughs> love that. I was, I was thinking about that, but I think I like La Land a little better. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Jalen underscore... Maybe it's Jalen. It's probably Jalen underscore kilometer. This is like the worst episode for <laughs> Maybe you. Maybe it is Jalen. Jalen underscore kilometer asks, oh, you think Wallace West should have his gray and red future suit now or grow into it? Uh, well, if they actually want to tell a story with him, you know, then they could make him get a new suit. <laughs> Unfortunately, they don't really care about him. Um, no, that's I, I, I've always kind of been in the school of thinking that if you're going to do the Daniel West story, that's the one where I'd get him into yeah. the gray suit because... There's a good story to be told there. Williamson teased it. Williamson was leading to it, but it never got told. So uh, I, w- I would do it in that story where like, it's kind of like his final battle suit and he kind of accepts it like yeah. after he defeats his father or teams with his father, whatever's going to happen in that story. Yeah, agreed. Here's kind of a, an Instagram type po- question. Trey.Pasch 
asks uh, I mean, the advertisement. that's our boy oh trey hey he's asking what apps or such do y'all make your instagram posts oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well all right so, so i'm, the, I'm the, the most post. basic out of i'm the most basic out of all of us because i have the most basic posts like harper like goes ham you know, hunter mm. you have some really good edits mine's very like i just put text on picture and post um i was gonna say i, I post pic- less consistently but that's not true is it <laughs> you post like daily I, I've Me. been posting pretty often. Not? Oh. You have actually. I have noticed that you've been I, back. I, I, I'm back, baby. The followers yeah. going. Business is booming again. I'm back up. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I hit 60k again, I'm I'm back. But anyway, I use Pixart and I use Fonto. Um, Pixart is mostly just for sizing the photos, so they're all the same size. Fonto is the one that I use to put the text on the photos. That's oh, okay. I use uh, just a photo collage app and then Photoshop Mix to do the text and adding things to come out of the black bar that i do on insta size if i have a thing so insta size costs money but i download it when it's free and every time i click on the app it's like oh you have to pay and i just hit cancel and i use the app anyways but oh, I, get, wow. I get reminded every single time i click on it it's like oh you have to pay to use this app now but there's a cancel option so i had that well, do, use do, the you, app. do you have any um do you have your card like linked nope. to you no, oh okay there you go <laughs> i literally hilarious. just hit nah and that lets me use the app you, you're literally mr krabs so you'll never get a cent out of me <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> so, so i'm still using the app so. uh yeah harper what do you use um well i've been trying photo leap but i don't think i'm going to continue using it it was like photo fox now it's photo leap a lot of people use it Apparently okay. it's amazing, but I haven't really loved it. There's one in particular that I use um, that I do all the text on. And I don't think a lot of people use it. And I notice every time someone does, because I'm like, ah, that's one of the fonts from such and such. And the name of it is, okay, next question. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to learn how to make my post sexy. Go on. Oh, okay. Tell you after the show. Oh, <laughs> it's a secret. It's like a magician. They gotta be the magician. Yeah, I got uh, the magic I just, code. I love doing this shit. <laughs> um, I guess so you can't just, leave the podcast, Harper. Just as just a super it's quick my last question. Episode. It's not really for anyone. Uh, it's okay. just the E Black Bat asks: Is Nightwing seventy eight still Rebirth? It's in the same continuity, but it's mm. technically isn't Rebirth. But yeah, you, know, you don't no, really I mean, Rebirth. Rebirth died with like you, you're the villain or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, basically. So it even, technically, with, even with metal, yes and no. I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point. You, no, like, it, I, wanna... I mean, it's in the same continuity. There you go. Yeah, uh, Turbok Three says, "Is buying trades as they release and then selling them to buy the omnibus a good idea?" It sounds like a lot of work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on how often you're selling them and and if you're able to get good money for them. Um, trades can be tricky for trying to sell them because. Typically, I don't buy them on eBay unless they're out of print mm. because then I'll just get them on Amazon. Why would I want to use one for the same price? So yeah, trades um, are like the the middle, like omnibuses and like single issues or CGC books are the ones you'll get like on eBay. But just a regular trade, like yeah, like not not too many people are buying them unless it's something that's out of print, which I know I've done before. Mm. Like I, I got the Hawkeye books on eBay because I couldn't find them anywhere on Amazon. But I sold yeah, one of my JLD books it's 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 kind of a tricky trade um ooh, nice pun there trade uh but <laughs> honestly it's kind of what you want to do if you want to read it and trade read it and trade if you want to wait for the omnis wait for the omnis i'm not a big omnibus guy myself so i would say go with trades court underscore of underscore comics asks what are your thoughts on the entire quarter owl story and their character as a whole they were really like cool it. in the beginning of new 52 batman but the mm. more i see them the more i 
don't want to see them like like they made it such a big part of dick grayson's history and i kind of oh, hate that so at this point like i don't want anything i don't want it to do with nightwing anymore so yeah i kind of got sick of them. i love i love court and city of owls oh That's yeah i mean great story 11 issues or whatever it's fucking it's gold. it's a great, great story line but i wish that was like the only time they showed up like i wish that was just it agreed agreed um under oh underscore bat girls g-r-r-r-l beth. Beth. beth she asks what was the book or character that got you into comics so i guess this isn't like what we answered before what was our first comic what was the book that got oh. us into oh. comics? that's a good question that is a good question uh f- oh. for me it was chuck dixon's nightwing that was the first i got that out of the library the trades and that was the first run that i ever read from beginning to end like that was the first time i saw like a full comic book story and i was like wow like this is this is such a neat way to tell a story so and it made me fall in love with the character so that was the book for me that made me think like, wow, this is this is something that I need to be addicted to. Uh, for me, I guess it was, um, I mean, I, I read the Sonic the Hedgehog comics and the Mega Man comics for years and years and years of them. But if, I, if I'm just talking about superhero comics, uh, it was Justice League and Batman New 52. I got both of those when they were coming out because I heard that DC's doing a reboot for New Reader. It's going to be New Reader friendly. So Batman and Justice League were the books that I started with. If only you would have known what the new 52 really was. (laughs) Yeah, I I was just like, oh, something for new readers. And when I read it, I understood what was going on. So, you know, before then, I read like big Batman stories here and there, like Killing Joke and and Hush. But it was Mm -hmm. more so just like stories that I would get like once a year or something like that. So new 52 is what got me fully into it. Harper? It's interesting because like... I feel like, you know, my my interest in superheroes was peaked as a kid from the Justice League animated series and the Spider-Man animated series. That's how I found my boy Wally and that's how I found my boy Matt from um, in Spider-Man. That is like the best couple episodes in that show. But anyway, but I don't know if like there's a a single comic that got me into comics, if that makes sense. Like I went, oh, I like Iron Man a lot. And then I just kind of started reading the 2004 series, but I wouldn't credit that as like, Oh, that got me into comic books. Cause it felt like I read that and I read the walking dead. And then I read like some daredevil. And then I read like more Iron Man. Pretty like, much. Like, what, and then, was there a run though, that you were like, like that you had the, the effect that I had where I was like, wow, like this is like, this is such a cool way to tell a story. Like, I don't, was there that I one don't... that kind of made you like, this is what I want my hobby to be. No, I don't. I think it was more gradual. I don't think I ever had a tipping point. Like, I, I think I just, I was reading more and more. Like, I jumped on Wade's Daredevil when it started. And I was reading, you, you'd probably say that, because that was like the first series that I was really properly reading ongoing. And then I like read that up until like, what, 2014, end of 2014. And then you've got like, then you've got Bendis's Iron Man. I read that. And then you've got DC Rebirth. I feel like DC Rebirth is what made me like want to talk about comics, if that makes sense. Cause yeah. I had a lot of feelings on it. Same, same with me. But That's yeah. when I started my account was when Rebirth began. But like, I, I guess if I had to point to a series, yeah, no, cause now I think about it when I think back on Wade's run, I just I remember being happy. I just remember being so happy. <laughs> I'm like, this is so cool. Like that's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool what, what was the first one you read in, in in single issue hunter because the batman and just league stuff was in trade right uh well it was oh, no technically it was in single issue because uh it was on the only one trade both of them were both on their first trade oh. when i got into it so i have like new 52 batman stuff when court of alice was just ending oh wow yeah that's right and 
I've told the story in the podcast before, but I got into it because a homeless guy on the street wanted. Yeah. To... Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So just for those listening, I don't know, just real quick. Uh, my family went out for dinner downtown in the city that I live in. And as we, we were just kind of walking around because it was a nice summer day out and some homeless guy really needed money. So we gave him some money and she's like, Hey, I'll sell you some comics. If you, if you could lend me like a $20 <laughs> bill or something. So my, at the time I was, I was just, I didn't have a job. I was just a teenager. And my dad's just like, yeah, okay, we, we could do that. So he's, he had, um, the first trade for Batman and justice league. And he's just like, I'll give you these two for 20 bucks. So my dad's like, all right. So it's he gave him 20 deal. bucks and he's like, here you go, Hunter. And I was like, cool. I like Batman. You're like, how do you know my name? <laughs> Pulled off the mask. He's like, it's me. It's Mark fucking Rockwell here, buddy. What's going on? I was waiting for that. This Wait, homeless guy. JD, you might know him. <laughs> but yeah, he's just like, here you go. And I was like, Australia. We don't need to worry about him no more. And then I read them both and I was like, this is so cool. I get what's going on. I'm not confused. And yeah. I, I can imagine reading Justice League Origin and, and, and Court of Owls for the, like as your first comics. Like that must have been awesome. Like, yeah. First superhero comics. Like, yeah. Awesome. Well, but I read like Killing Joker. Hutt. I was a huge Batman fan like batman was the only character that i really cared about back then so i was like this is so cool i get you, it. you read hush and like me you were like so lost but it was cool but you're like i don't get it yeah i read hush like when i was like 10. That, was, that was like one of the first batman comics oh i read and i was like i read hush calling... when it was like coming out i, I was like why is he <laughs> well, calling the quite. guy with the blue striped dick that's so mean yeah yeah <laughs> i thought i thought batman was the biggest jerk I was like that. That's so stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, just JD's joke. <laughs> like, really. uh, no, that, that's literally how I felt. I was like, "Why did no, you?" Know, I'm, I'm the same like, way. I'm the same way. I didn't know he was so crazy. <laughs> first, I, I was first, also like 13, so you know, yeah, I'll do it. First, Flash fan asked, "Do you guys want to work for either DC or Marvel?" Whoever takes me. <laughs> uh, for for me, it's DC because I just don't have the Marvel knowledge to uh, write for them. But uh, yeah, DC would be. I good. don't think I'm good enough for either. Whoever wow. takes me, please take me. Three ve- <laughs> three very different answers here. I don't have the chops. I don't think I would be any good. Uh, Abbas underscore Jaora asks, which character do you guys want to debut in live action? Assuming characters that haven't it's been debut. Debut. It's um, debut. Whatever, man. <laughs> Uh, the other kind of guy that says hyperbole is hyperbole, aren't you? Hundred percent. Encyclopedia 100%. instead of encyclopedia. <laughs> I will cast. I'm. I'm not very well. I guess we're not doing actors. Just what character do we want to see? Yeah. Um. You guys got any? I'm trying to think Wall- characters that I Wally, like. Wally, 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 Wally West. Wally like, West. Yeah. I guess so. never. Never been done in live action. The hell, man. Well, he's been done, but he was like. He was not. They debuted him as Wally, just a random Wally, and then they started pitching him more character-wise to being Wallace West. Yeah, I don't count. Not even like when when he first showed up, like Wallace didn't exist, so he was just a race swapped version of Wally. But they didn't do anything with him. Didn't didn't Wallace already? No, I'm pretty sure they were introduced at like the same time. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure they were introduced. Wallace was introduced in like 2014, and, and what season did Wally come on the Flash? Two or one? Two. Two. Yeah, so 2015. Probably, yeah, so around the same time, he was like. Yeah, but I think the intent was that he was just Wally West. Because we didn't although, know that. Although when, when when the original Wallace came in, we had thought that was just it. Like he wasn't designated. That's a good like point. A, yeah, a new character. but then they know Strawberry Wally was character, still like. Mm-hmm. 
So they never really did anything Wally with him. He's just kind of their own thing. And it's like, I don't care who plays him. I just want a Wally that acts like Wally. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like I was watching some some Justice League Unlimited like highlights of The Flash. And I'm Mm. like, damn, like we really need this live action. I, yeah, I would like, say for my maybe Star Girl. He doesn't even. I don't even care if he has red hair or not. Just I just want a Wally that. I just want a Wally that. Don't you want like KJ Apa, dude, <laughs> with his great no, acting I ability? I don't want KJ. <laughs> for me, but I would he has say red hair. Any any Green Lantern besides Hal? Just I just want to see more Green Lanterns in my uh, life. I, I would like, love to H- see H- John Stewart. HBO Max is going to give you your wish. I know. I just I love John Stewart so much. Yeah, Kyle, Jessica, even I like any of them. I'm just you know what I'd like to see another, and I I fully admit that I like him in the Flash season two, even though he's not really the character. But I would like to see another stab at Hunter Zolomon. Oh, Bart Allen, what the fuck am I talking about? He's been in action. Oh, fucking Smallville. Oh, I was like, wait, when has he been? (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) Uh. Joako Gary 18. I sounded like I was like playing a recorder on reverse. What the fuck you know? was that? Joako Gary 18 asks to Hunter, why the hell do you keep buying Captain America? Because, um, Alex Ross covers pa- that's it. Has Alex Ross covers and Patreon, and you feel bad for your going, comic shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's ending soon, and hopefully, the next writer is really good. But you know, I like Captain America a lot so. I guess that's why. Um, well, the price of freedom is high, but it's a price you're willing to pay. It is the price nice. a hero pay. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> that was good. Um, let's see. Psych fan twelve thirteen asks, which DC or Mar, or sorry, which DC and Marvel movie would you want to be made? So I'm guessing, what comic do you want to be ad- adapted? Um, for DC I'm and Marvel, wolf. I'm gonna turn this light on. <laughs> oh, Hunter, why did you DM me? I I, I was very confused. Why why Wait, did you what? DM me? The lighthouse is rated R, so children haven't seen it. Because you get said it. that you, your work with children, Harper and I were doing it. So I'm like, no, the children wouldn't get it. Why did you DM me that? You could have just said it on the show. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because the topic super, changed. That was like 40 minutes ago. And that was so long. Because <laughs> the topic changed. <laughs> All right, whatever. whatever. It's amazing that you waited so long. Um, It's too much of a long draw. For DC, I'd love to see um, a mix of The End of Crisis on Infinite Earths with Return of Barry Allen as a movie, because I think if you just set up, you know, uh, Barry being Wally's hero and then being crushed to find out he's actually Eobar Thawne when he comes back Mm -hmm. would make an excellent movie. Um, As for Marvel... I don't know which story comes to mind. I think it would be something Daredevil based, like a, like a real Death of Electra. Like if they could do the Electra mm, saga, yeah, yeah. actually good. Yeah, I would like. Hey, that. hey, that season's good. It's I just thought it was not... good. It's just not very. Comic I, I, just, I, like, I feel like they can make it a little more cinematic. Yep. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Um, for DC, I'll go with honestly. Oh, Cor- Spider Man Blue as well. I, that that would probably be a Marvel. Honestly, pick. they're Cordovales. doing that in Spider Man Lotus, directed and from- written by Gavin J. Knopp. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gavin J. Knopp, writer and director of Spider Man Lotus, coming fall 2021. <laughs> a lot of R's there. Spider Man's well, first. I'm Gavin Knopp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Spider Man Lotus. It was a Why you're back. For... Hey guys, it's me. I'm the writer and Spider Man. Stan, you haven't been on the show in so long. Where have you been? It was man? me. I was Hitler's right hand man, and I was Hitler. Oh, 
<laughs> that's one thing that so I, i'm reading uh fear itself right now and i've noticed that oh interesting you, you don't see this in dc but in marvel when you don't want to use red skull you use hitler so there's a lot of nazi <laughs> stuff in marvel comics well dc you never see a swastika ever uh oh. but but marvel it's just like right now in fear itself they have like swastikas everywhere. i do see what you mean i do feel like in, in, because in the, in the power of shazam by jerry ordway um one of the guys he fights is basically like a red skull type thing like he's a villain from the nazis that was like frozen on ice that comes back in the, in well, the present day so the, no but i see what you mean like even he, he has like jsa you don't see nazis that much like with the jsa but in marvel i feel like you, you see, see nazis a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah but even then it's funny because you kind of established everything that happened with captain america during world war ii so and then he went under ice and came back. So when you want to do those flashback stories to what happened, you can't really focus much on Captain America. So for Fear itself, they focus on well, Red Skull eventually, but Hitler. Mm-hmm. They say like Hitler had like a magic hammer that was hidden in a like a chamber <laughs> under the Atlantic. <laughs> and it's like that's weird for Adolf Hitler to have. I don't know why they <laughs> well, did... he was into art, wasn't he? Yeah, I I guess so. It's just weird that it, like DC's Hitler is what we know as hitler but for marvel he was like into the mystic arts and and hammers coming from the when sky do i debut like my hitler impression like maybe that's um, one that we don't no. do <laughs> oh, yeah, <God>. probably not <laughs> that was so good Ooh. <laughs> just like the tugging of the really <laughs> um billy rathbone asks uh, well, we we answered one of his questions, but he asked another one. I see. Who is your least favorite Robin? Oh, Jason Damien. Todd. Oh fuck! Good point because he. At least Damien's been written well. Like I I like when he's written by Grant Morrison or when he's written by. Well, Pizza by Massey. default, it has to be Jason because Jason was the most boring. <laughs> he became better. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You got me. Um, maybe. Tim Drake. I don't find him that Oh! <laughs> what? What? You've never He's read Robin. So you, Robin. No, 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 no. You've never Drake read is... Robin. You've never read Red Robin. That was nice, right? Red, red. Uh, English <laughs> language is cool. You've never read Robin and you've never read Red Robin. You don't have an opinion on this. I don't want to hear it. Wow. He's okay. the best one. <laughs> yeah, read Robin. Read Robin. There's literally no other read Robin. Robin read Robin and get back to well, it. Well, I mean, maybe. Oh, I'm sorry, you, you fucking. Hey, guys. Oh, um. Julian underscore the underscore man asks, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man's next movie in the future? Spider-Man Lotus? I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, the cast and crew of Spider-Man Lotus are excellent. Gavin is putting his all into it, and I know that all the actors are going to put in a great performance. Pretty sure that's the only Spider-Man Agreed. movie. I guess yeah, that movie's likely coming out before No Way Home. So, What's that? No Way Home? What's what? Huh? Oh, it's um No Way Home? Oh yeah, no. Is that an indie movie? That. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Um, <laughs> oh, it's that—that's that game where the two prisoners like break out of prison, right? Oh, a lot of questions on here are very much asking the same. Like, what's your what's your favorite indie comic and stuff like that? So I'm trying to scavenge. Oh, here's one. Mike dot asks, how many pre 1980s comics have you guys read? In brackets, specifically at Comic Rebirth. Yeah, Harper's pre, probably read the most. Pre, I mean, definitely read the most. Pre what? Uh, pre 1980s. Oh, so 70s counts? Yeah. 
why would it a few not- then yeah <laughs> 70s doesn't count though <laughs> no it's just like because i'm like i'm not digging back to the fucking 60s and 50s am i but 70s yeah i've read a little bit of 70s dd i've read some i've read a decent chunk of 70s iron man because that was michelini and um layton's first run with our favorite artist john romita jr J-R-J-R. his art back then was so good what happened <laughs> <laughs> it was golden back then. The only one that I feel like I've actually like read, read like like multiple issues, like, like you know, in a row. Well, the question was directed at me, JD, so I think we can move on. <laughs> All right, comic. Yeah, crikey, mate, come back. Yeah, uh, what were you going to say? Comic dot me or JD? No, let JD talk. Okay, JD. It's my podcast. Oh, so I'm going to let I, JD. Talk. I appreciate that, Harper. You're you're a gracious host. Uh, you know, I, I would say that the only run that I feel like I've read a lot of that's pretty 70s would be um, Stan's Amazing Spider-Man, like the Ditko stuff and then the Romita Senior stuff is like the one that I've read the biggest chunks of. Um, but, but other than that, I don't really feel like I've read like that much in a row. Like I've read a few Flash issues here and there from the 60s mm. and 70s, but mostly don't care. Not not my favorite yeah. type of comics. I'm, there's like something. I know there's a 70s book that I've read, but I can't think of it and it's doing my head in what if i can no i can think of something that's from the 70s and i know it read it but i don't remember what it is and it's gonna do my head in so (laughs) that's awesome i'm gonna think about that for the rest of the show and rest of my day comic.runner asking another question says what is your least favorite quality of your favorite hero that's a good question for me i'll I'll say daredevil sometimes he's like too mean to his friends <laughs> like someone <laughs> like in bendis or just people in general bendis's run his identity is revealed and he's denying it but he straight up like goes to sue reporters saying that's real being like oh i'm gonna sue you i'm gonna ruin your life if you say that i'm daredevil even though he is daredevil well, in bendis's <laughs> run he i mean he becomes the kingpin of crime and then he like i know i get that i, I, I enjoy get to run. him yeah and all the other heroes are like you're going a bit far man so. yeah but I, I i like that but it Sometimes I was just like, oh, Matt, you're suing this person for saying something that's true. <laughs> it's a little far. But yeah, I still like it. I know exactly. Run. I know exactly what mine is. And okay. it's like, I mean, it's actually, it was a part of the character. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was know. stretching, but I was I also know. doing a Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, uh, I thought it was like some Zeus lightning. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> um for both well actually for all three of them it's kind of part of their character arcs but like tony wally and matt were always like womanizers and like just terrible to women that, that, that's and, my thing i don't like that wally was a womanizer but yeah you know, it's and also like, part they, of the story so it's good i was gonna say they made it matter and they made it you know now yeah. he is like self-admitted i used to be so shitty and now i'm better tony stark is a similar way matt murdoch is, is in the middle like i for, for me i'm like oh he when he loves someone, he clearly loves them, but he's also a dickhead. Like, I think he, out of the three, is the worst when it comes to any sort of relationship. But, like, Tony's, it's like, they did it in the movies, too, where they're like, they show him as a womanizer, and then he, like, almost immediately kind of, I mean, in the movies, he settles down with Pepper, so I guess that was an easy out. But, like, yeah, sometimes it was all right. Like, there was, <laughs> there was an issue of Denny O'Neill's Iron Man where Tony has to go, like, to Paris or something, um, and there's this girl who turns out to be a double agent that he's like really interested in in America. He goes to France and he sees like this this like blonde lady that he's friends with, and Rhodey's like, um, 
oh, um, you know, you seem to be interested in, in this girl here, but what about the, the chick you were, you know, thinking about back in America? And Tony goes, well, there's one difference there, Rody. And Rody goes, what's the difference? And Tony goes, she's here. And I was like, you sly fucking dog. <laughs> it's such a like dog move. But then again, plays into his character. And now he's much less like that. So it even plays into like that run because like his like ex Bethany Cave shows up and then he like all the womanizing like oh billionaire playboy shit immediately like drops away and then he's back yeah. to like just being an average guy. I like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just like womanizing stuff always feels weird because it's yeah. like sometimes that, this, it's the like the same, oh, same, same thing with Dick Grayson like, too. Like that's my yeah. least favorite Nightwing issue of all time is Nightwing Annual 2. Because um, they have uh, Dick and, and Corey are going to get married. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, he oh, wants my to drop God. off the invitation that's for Babs, right. but he sleeps with her. I yes. hate that so much. Oh, like, my I, God. In my head, that's not canon because that's not something Dick Grayson would do. I hate that. It's yeah, very out of character. It's disgusting. Like, I hate why, that. Why would they think of doing Yeah. So uh, bad. Ah, uh, yeah. Also, I hate, I hate, I hate that whole comic, but like, um, so Dick and Babs, like, you know, spend the night together and, uh, Dick says something like, oh, how was it? And Babs is like, well, I can't feel my legs this morning. And it's like, oh, oh my God. Uh, That's not good. Uh, yeah. Who wrote that? I have no idea. I, I really don't oh, remember, but I, I hate that issue with a burning passion. That's like, horrendous. Wow. And the, art, and the art in it is really good, too, which is unfortunate. Jesus Christ. That's All right. Horrible. Well, um, <laughs> Hunty Bear asks, are you excited for the Invincible show? Yes, I am. It premieres right now. And Don't we, care. okay, well, maybe I will talk about it <laughs> on one episode of the podcast. JD, uh, so, you can uh, watch Night, it. Night Annual 2 is executively edited by Dan DiDio. And uh, it's, <laughs> oh. written by, it's, it's written by uh, Mark Andreico. I don't know who that is. Oh, that. Mark Andreico. That, isn't that like a character? Who is that? That name sounds very familiar. Super cool art, though. Like, there is other cool stuff in the issue. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the one where Dick and Babs are in the safe and all. But yeah, I don't, I don't like it uh jd um are you gonna watch invincible show that's the question uh i'd want to read the comic first so fair enough yeah that's I, fair. I think maybe in time uh alpha dot chadley underscore v.4 asks i didn't read this question but i read his username so this is a question that i didn't expect what's your thoughts on the Yu-Gi-Oh anime <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing for you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've never absorbed even one second of you of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, content, I watched it a bit so as a kid, but can tell you, it's more into Pokemon. This is sorry, man. <laughs> uh, Psych fan twelve thirteen again asks, "What's your favorite part of the comic community?" Uh, I like the kind of friendliness vibe that goes on. I, yeah. I get that there's some outliers, but I think for the most part, it's kind of like a pretty friendly community where people yeah. generally like each other like i like that you know when harper posts something we all comment on it or if hunter posts something we all comment on it like i like that it's like awesome. we interact on yeah. the post i feel like it's good that you can reach out to pretty much anyone and have like a decent nice conversation and very supportive yeah, yeah some, some small comic accounts will message me and then i'll respond and they're like oh my god you responded and i'm like well, what was i supposed to I do? respond to like was that was i supposed to leave it in my request like yeah nice yeah. Oh, it's, it's he worked very... with he worked with Brian Michael Bendis, this writer. Uh, Maybe that's why. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I I hate that panel so much. But oh, yeah, they... creator of Kate Spencer, Manhunter, I think. The uh the comic community is very wholesome. Like I, I'm I'm also a big Star Wars fan, so I know what it's like to be in like a terrible 
hatred community. So comic community is good. Oh, he's oh he's on he's on some YouTube stuff, and he wrote that uh Wonder Woman seventy seven book, the Linda Carter like inspired one. Anyway, oh, I didn't read that one. No one cares about this except me. <laughs> I was just like that name sounds familiar. Yeah, he did some YouTube <laughs> stuff. Uh, I guess we're just about done here. There's still a lot of questions, but they're mostly ones that are asking the same thing. Read them all. Okay. Um, I don't think I have to read them if they're repeat questions. ZXR. This podcast has been going on a while. ZXR142 asks, any new Iron Fist stories in like a fist emoji? No. You know, actually, next yes. Question. There, there no, is, next uh, question. No, next question. There, no, there's a mini series happening right now. No, next question. Um, We're going to burn through. All Trey things. again asks, why no. isn't Harper reading JLD? Uh, I've lost the passion. I've lost the love. Everything okay. dies. Life is meaningless. Okay. Uh, Hunty wow. Bear again asks, why does Harper make me so sad? Well, why is he your I enemy? I, don't, I, feel, I, feel like he always, I feel like he always says something like at you, Harper. Do you like actually message him? Like, why is he your I'm enemy? pretty sure Hunty Bear is the one that mess. Let me check. I'm pretty sure he's the one that messages me every week and goes, I'm here for the JD meme of the week. And the last thing I said <laughs> to him... The last thing I said to him was, you know what? Fuck off. You go find it yourself. And that was the last thing we said. So maybe Ouch. that's why I'm <laughs> so he's, So you're Barry Allen and he's Eobard Thawne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure it's him. Let me check. It's going to be embarrassing if it's not. It's but always. Um, yeah, I have that effect on a lot of people, dude. I'm sorry. I can't really help it. I make uh, the people in this pot. Yep, that's yeah, it's absolutely who it was. Matthew underscore Novak underscore asks general thoughts on Infinite Frontier. What do you guys think about the small number of ongoings? I like it. So DC far. Comics is dead. Bury it. <laughs> I, I do prefer Marvel at the moment. Yeah, it's too heavily bat focused, which is very annoying. But if they introduce a second Flash title, an Aquaman title, another Green Lantern title, they could win me back. Yeah, I mean, granted, a lot, a lot of titles like Flash and Green Lantern haven't even started yet. So so far, so good yeah. i wouldn't say great but so far so good nightwing gonna Next be the best question. book Can yeah be. yeah so yeah well, jesus no, not, I'm, I'm running low on questions here pedro underscore santana underscore roldeo asks where should i start reading green arrow and black canary green arrow rebirth jd selling it or or green arrow and yeah. black canary by judd winnick uh it's a pretty popular book tyler likes it. or arrow the tv series uh Drunk ass best run to start reading Justice League. No, fifty two is probably the easiest run if you want. Yeah, I would say just start. Best ones Morrison's though. Yep. Which Hunter hasn't read, so read it. Yeah. I'm reading a lot. Okay, I just. Yeah, but yeah, but now that now that your Tyler's like Marvel puppet, I want you to be my DC puppet. Marvel puppet. That's so reading good. All, all the books that I You're love. a Marvel puppet. You're Tyler's little Marvel puppet. Ty- Tyler's holding your strings right now, making you read Avengers and all that. I want That's the strings. So good. That would explain the sudden spasms I get every so often. All right. <laughs> he just comes <laughs> into the episode like... There are no strings on me. Marionette puppet. Um, okay, uh, last question. Avenging yep. art. It better be good. Let's see. Oh, Avenging Avenging Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, 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 no. Did you actually fuck that up or was that on purpose? That was on purpose. I have to know. That was on purpose. Oh, thank God. It's Damien. Of course he fucked it up on purpose. Um, I'm not going to do the swear that he put here. But he, he says, says a bad word. Why mm. is Harper so F-word? ing sexy from a veggie digging uh, ding art and then like the emoji that's like 
and then the uh, hundred oh. emoji, and then eggplant emoji, and then the, the sprinkle emoji. I can see why you didn't want to put that into the show. Um, <laughs> but I did. I'm not life. really, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm just a guy going about his life. And like, I grow this beard hoping that it makes me kind of look unique. But at the end of the day, I look at myself in the mirror and I wonder if I'm ever going to be truly happy. And that's been a hero story. That's an outro. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, we appreciate a five-star review. If you're listening anywhere else, uh, we appreciate a like, subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube, please. We're trying to make our way to... I don't know what our next goal is, but we're trying to make. We're it trying to, to make it to three hundred. Three hundred subscribers. Yeah, let's try to let's try to get there fast. Because uh, did you know that only me on the show, everyone? It's been a Harper, great run. This was Harper's run. final episode. He's finally been voted off. Ge- the genuinely final <laughs> did not episode. Not get the like, last marshmallow. He will walk the dock of shame to the boat of losers. Goodbye, yep, Harper. Yeah, this is it. Island Goodbye. Reference?